This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves and bring up whatever you would like. 800-259-9231. Huge news in California today. Uh, well, I guess uh, recently, within the last day or so. We'll get to that. It's economic news, and it's a big deal. It's going to be good news for people that love liberty. It's going to give you an excuse to leave. Nice. (laughs) Uh, But anyway, 800-259-9231. That's the uh, SACL CAI toll-free line. Joining you tonight, it's Ian. JJ. And Mark. All right. We're going to jump right into you and your phone calls here first, and then we'll tell you what's going on in CA+. Uh, Mark, you're going to tell us about a Mennonite who isn't singing the Star-Spangled Banner and why. Uh, But first, we go to Ty in Tennessee on the amp lines. Hello, Ty. Hey, good evening, guys. Hey, hey um, there's been something on my mind that's that's been kind of percolating since Brett Benant was on there uh, as a guest host when you guys were at the Talkers Convention. Okay, I think he was on there with Stephanie, and I, I can't remember who else. Yeah, that's Brett. He's but, the host uh, of the School Sucks podcast. Yeah, he he basically did a. I can't remember exactly how it is he put it, but he was comparing and contrasting the idea of rights. Uh, that people confuse rights and liberties, that a lot of our, what we say are rights, are really liberties. And I've, it's just been kind of percolating in my mind quite a bit, and I'm, I'm tending to agree with that. And I wanted to kind of throw it out there to see if, um, if there's a good working definition of what rights are. And I've been thinking about that quite a bit, and I think I've got an idea that well, well, liberties are just you... things that you can... Yeah, I was going to ask, why don't you define what you think the the difference is between the two? Okay, I think liberties are just, you know, things that you can do that that are naturally part of what you can do in, in, in your daily life, actions you can take, you know, human actions you can take. And rights are a social construct. They are basically a claim against the behavior of another person. They're not about an individual. They're about restricting or forcing somebody to do something. See what I'm saying? No. Okay. Why not? Well, uh, What right do you have that that does not involve force, forcing somebody to do something? Well, I think you're partially correct, but... uh, No, you you asked me if I saw what you meant, and the answer is no, I don't don't see what you mean. I thought you were disagreeing with what I'm saying. To me, a right... What I'm trying to get at is, you know, if you you have a right... uh, uh, just trying to think of what well, you have a right to free speech. I think you actually have a liberty to to speak your mind. You have a right to do so unmolested. You understand what I'm yeah, saying? You have a, the reason that it's in the Bill of Rights, and the reason the Bill of Rights are trotted out so much, is that these are negative rights applied to the government, supposed to be applied to the government. Right. The government is supposed to allow you to have free speech. Right. The idea of the right is to protect that ability of the person from government persecution based on that. But I think you're partially right in that it is, you know, the social construct sort of way of describing a liberty and that liberties uh, really don't need a definition. I believe they're just natural. Yeah, I I definitely see where you're coming from. And it's an interesting distinction, one that I don't think has ever been explored uh, on this particular program. No, not on this program. And if you look at the definition of of liberty, it is the freedom from arbitrary or despotic or government uh, or despotic government or control. So the freedom from uh, external or foreign rule independence. So you're right. I think that liberties, I think I agree with you that, that liberties are, you know, just something you can do. 
and then rights are agreements that people have made with one another supposedly over the years. And I think rights are a valuable concept because they – well, they're supposed to help protect those liberties, right? They're, they're, rights are agreements between human beings to allow human beings to flourish and, uh, and, and be more free. And that, at least that's the concept. In a social context, you know, apart from government, just human interactions, you know, you have a right to be unmolested from other people. You know, that's the, the right to, you, to your own self and mm-hmm. to not be aggressed against. You know, that's, that's something that I believe libertarians believe in, you know, the non-aggression principle as a fundamental principle. And that is a right because it's an, ex- it's an expectation on the behavior of another one to restrict themselves yeah, so from aggressing against you. Is a liberty always correspondent to a right, or is there sometimes a liberty where there is no right? Well, I think that liberties, uh, rights only come into a, account when liberties are restricted. Then it's a matter of, well, was somebody right in restricting this? Or you know, or requiring an action. Right. I think I think you're you're on the right page there. The rights basically codify or put into words what a natural liberty is, and thus protect it from from whatever else. In theory, exactly. If people actually agree and respect those rights, sure. which is the requirement with rights, is that others, uh, you know, have a concept of them and actually uh, pay attention to them. And what what had bugged me about this is uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar with FDR's uh, second bill of rights. You know that you have a right to a well-paying job, yeah. you have a right to a house. Well, you can't really have a right to those because that would force somebody to provide them to you, thereby you know? restricting so you would, their liberty. Would, exactly. Right. So if, exactly. if every kid has a anyway. right, if a, every kid has a right to a pony, then what that does is that requires someone farm to be enslaved. To, right. Well, someone to uh, to provide ponies, and I don't know whether it's uh, you know the taxpayer or mom and dad or or just one particular billionaire has to buy all the kids a pony. Well, why why use ponies? Why not use public public education? What about every kid has a right to being educated that they're trying to trot out there? Well, and, everyone has the right to. Uh, right to be able to educate themselves yes. but they don't have the right to essentially enslave the public to educate them Correct. you know my they, they they are not i am not beholden to them one dollar that doesn't mean that i'm not willing to give it to them if i think that the education's a good thing but that doesn't but you know that's entirely different at this point when you take money from me you're stealing education from my kid in order to give it to yours and that's just theft yep anyway i, I think it's just tonight something that can be developed, you know, this idea of distinguishing between rights and liberties. You know, maybe maybe some other callers can shed some light on this too, or maybe Brett, maybe he's listening tonight, would would call in and I can't remember exactly what it was that he said, but it's just been percolating in my mind. I good had to thoughts, kind of get it Ty. Out. I thought it was very interesting and yeah, a good you. topic. Thanks for the call tonight. Appreciate hearing from you at eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Nice way to uh, define the two i think that it's i think he's spot on i'd have to think about it i'm not ready to, to sign on yet like you two just jumping on jumping over the ship yay toll free number what 800 a great phone call 259-9231 you can take control of the airwaves here uh so hey big news out of california did y'all hear no i did not sales tax time on the internet what yeah they're finally doing it according to the los angeles times beginning tomorrow 
Amazon.com and other large out-of-state retailers will be required to collect sales taxes on purchases that their California customers make online. Wow, got to get that money. Yeah. And what's Amazon doing about it? Well, that's the interesting part because you know Amazon, they uh, in the past have basically just called it quits on certain states like yeah. if the if a state but California's huge i mean its economy it's yes. is one of the seven i think the seventh largest in the world larger I than france's i thought it was a bit higher than that but I Amazon look is a, it up. I mean, it may a, have changed recently. I couldn't say. Amazon's a pretty principled company. I don't think they're principled from a liberty perspective. They're principled from a what's good for Amazon uh, perspective. Sure. Uh, and uh, Amazon in the past has basically called it quits. For instance, there have been regulatory things that have gone through in other places, and Amazon has basically said, all right, that's it. We're shutting down our distribution center here and yeah, moving all of our jobs out to another state. It recently happened in Illinois and a, a couple other states, I believe. I know. I think Texas. I think they mentioned the Texas one in uh, in this piece here. But they're uh, well, hmm? according to Wikipedia, California is the eighth largest economy oh. in the world. So I was yeah. off by Slipping. one. But uh, it's probably still larger than France. Yeah. <laughs> All right. The toll free number is one eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. We'll tell you more about what's happening in California. This is huge, huge news. Not just if you're in California. And we'll explain why here in a little bit. 800-259-9231. Also, you get to take control of the airwaves. Bring up whatever's on your mind. 1-800-259-9231. This is Free Talk Live. Hi, I'm Mark Craighead, founder of Crossbreed Holsters. Are you looking for a concealed carry holster? Crossbreed Holsters is the home of the world-famous Super Tuck, the most comfortable concealed carry holster on the market today. Try one out and see how truly discreet and comfortable carrying concealed can be. And find out why we call it the ugliest holster you'll ever love. We are the standard others try to imitate. Get the original. Get your Super Tuck at CrossbreedHolsters.com. Again, that's CrossbreedHolsters.com. This is Free Talk Live. Dial in toll-free. Take control of the airwaves and bring up anything you want. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. And we invite you to our website where you can go and support this program by shopping with us at shop.freetalklive.com. That's shop.freetalklive.com. There are links to Amazon there on that page. When you click into one of those links, whichever one's right for your country, Free Talk Live will then get a, per- a portion of your purchase. So you click into the link for your country and then do your shopping. Check out. You won't see an indicator that Free Talk Live's getting money, but trust me, you click through those links, Free Talk Live gets a cut. So start your shopping at shop.freetalklive.com. That's shop.freetalklive.com. Uh, coming up, we'll tell you a little bit more about what Amazon's doing about the California law that has now been signed and will take effect tomorrow, that it's going to require all online retailers who sell, who do business in California to collect tax. Uh, or have customers in California. You don't even have to have an office there. Just if your customers in California, you have to collect tax from them. Have you ever been the victim of an injustice, like the one Ian was just talking about, then decide to do nothing about it because attorneys are just too expensive? Jurisdictionary.com is a course for people who don't have attorneys. It arms you with the information on how to use the court's rules. Until you know these rules, you're fighting in the dark. It works for plaintiffs or defendants in civil or criminal matters in state or federal courts. It costs less than an hour with any good attorney, and the four-CD course is so easy, the average eighth grader can learn it in a weekend. Visit Jurisdictionary.com and download the free tools they have there for you, the free legal flowchart. 
the free weekly tips and tactics newsletter, use the free legal dictionary, watch the free videos, then buy the course, jurisdictionary.com. Remember to use the pull-down menu when you check out and let them know that you heard it at Free Talk Live, jurisdictionary.com. So here's the story from the L.A. Times. This is huge news for a few different reasons. One, because it's going to really hurt businesses uh, and people in California, people that are buying products Do you know what the sales tax is in California? We'll find that out. It's around uh, 9% in L.A. Wow. So uh, we'll we'll give you that uh, detail here in a moment. So for consumers in California, this is a big deal for businesses because shopping online is a way to save some money. It's a way to get a good price because places like Amazon, they don't have the big uh, retail storefronts. You don't have to pay all those costs. And because they're online retailers, they don't have to charge tax. Well, at least they didn't. Tomorrow, they'll have to begin charging tax according to this, uh, this new regulation and, or this new law. So it's a big deal because that means that uh, all of a sudden now the Internet uh, dealers don't have the same kind of uh, attraction that the the local vendors will. And, of course, as you might have guessed already, it's the big box retailers that are the ones behind pushing this legislation. Uh, Reporting from Sacramento, shopping at Amazon.com and other major Internet stores is poised to get more expensive beginning tomorrow. A new state law will require large out-of-state retailers to collect sales taxes on purchases that their California customers make on the Internet. A prospect eased only slightly by a one percentage point drop in that tax that also takes effect at the same time. Getting the taxes, which consumers typically don't pay to the state if online merchants don't charge them, is, according to the governor, a common sense idea. Well, that's because it seems to be common sense because people are so used to being abused and beaten and uh, just threatened by the people calling themselves the government that they are likely to jump on. Well, that's not it's not fair that those Internet uh, companies don't have to pay tax. It's common sense that they should pay. We all pay tax. They should pay tax, too. It's not fair. The old uh, slave on slave violence idea because they've been so beaten down and subverted. I paid my, my share. Why don't you pay yours? Right. Uh, instead of being happy that some people are able to avoid the tax and uh, giving them some business, no, no, it's go, it's all good news now because everybody's it's an it's an even playing field. The new tax collection requirement, part of the budget-related legislation, is expected to raise an estimated thir- three hundred and seventeen million dollars a year in new state and local government revenue. Now, three hundred seventeen million seems like chump change to California, to yeah, me, it doesn't does. it? Doesn't this seem like nothing it does seem. for California? I mean, how big is that economy again? The eighth largest eighth in the world? Eighth largest in the world, yeah. $317 million doesn't seem like a whole lot It doesn't of seem like that much. And, you know, I wonder just how do they think they're going to enforce this? Well, they're, they're only going to be able to really enforce it on bigger retailers, right? But how? So, well, through lawyers. How are you going to go after Amazon for not collecting? Sue them. I, I don't see how they can even pass this law. I mean, I don't understand why you're confused by that. I mean, they're the government. They don't. They, don't, they, they do aren't they want. selling anything in your state. But their customers are in the state, and they'll be required to collect from those customers. It'll be the customer's obligation to pay, apparently, and or well, I mean, it's going to be the business owner's obligation to collect the uh, the customer's payments. And if they don't do it, they'll likely sue them under some sort of federal law or something like that. I don't know how they're going to do it. I mean, I'm just really interested in how they can go ahead, go about doing it. You see. States have this, and, and governments in general have this thing called jurisdiction, mm-hmm. and that what you know when you're talking about a transaction that transpires outside of the jurisdiction of California, how can they claim to tax this? 
Well, where does the transaction uh, go down? I mean, is it the credit card company that uh, is operating? And is, if so, maybe the credit card company has a, a call center or a transaction data center in in California. The way I see it, the credit card company uh, drags, you know, facilitates the transaction at the point that the business that is going to do the transaction exists. Well, let's say this, Mark. Uh, you can damn well bet that companies like Amazon are going to do something, right? I mean, they're going to look they're, oh, they're yeah. probably right now their lawyers are thinking about the very same things and more so uh, that you are. I'm sure that's now, true. The the story goes on to say that Amazon hasn't really um, indicated its strategy at this point in time. Why would it? So, right. uh, Amazon and other online retailers like overstock.com told thousands of California internet marketing affiliates, this is how I found out before I saw the news today, is one of our listeners who is a, an Amazon affiliate like we are uh, they sent me the email that Amazon sent them. And it was a very nice email, by the way. Amazon is very, very um, cordial about how they are ending the relationships that they have with thousands of their uh, affiliates out there in California. Yeah, just in the same way that Free Talk Live is an affiliate with Amazon. Lots of people out in California are, thousands of them. Right. So um, the story is that they're basically pulling out as far as they're going to probably still sell stuff uh, to, to folks in California, but they're not going to allow their marketing affiliates to uh, continue on and that's because they they pay about seven to eight percent on purchases made through those affiliate links so when you go to shop.freetalklive.com and you click into the amazon link most of the products that you purchase unless they're electronics i think electronics are around four percent but most of the products they purchase you you, you purchase there free talk live's getting about seven percent and that's about the amount of a sales tax, sure. so it makes yeah. sense that in order to keep their you know their prices as low as possible, they're going to have to uh, stop doing business. I'm not folks. sure that um, that that's the reason. The affiliate may very well in California may very well then be within the jurisdiction of California, and you know somehow make Amazon responsible for paying. I think that Amazon's going to claim that, that California doesn't have jurisdiction to collect a sales tax from them. You may be right about that. We have enjoyed working with you, by the way. This is an excerpt from the email that Amazon sent out. They explain uh, about the law. They they sent one before the law was signed, just letting folks know, hey, heads up, this might be, we might be changing our relationship, as in canceling it. And then after the law was signed, they sent another one, basically giving folks a heads up as to what's going on, suggesting to their associates that you may want to move <laughs> if you want to continue. It's funny with our program. Free state project. <laughs> well, I mean, you probably could – if you're making money on uh, Amazon, it's probably as, as difficult as getting a private mailbox in another state and just having the mail forwarded to you hmm. just, to, just to keep your, your business going. Yeah. Uh, more coming up here at 8, but makes sense to get the hell out. This is not a good omen. Yeah. 1-800-259-9231. More coming up on the sales tax in California. It's Free Talk Live. The Ruger LC9, compact, powerful, and perfect for personal protection. The LC9 is only slightly larger than the popular Ruger LCP, features a checkered grip frame to provide a secure and comfortable grip, and includes a finger grip extension floor plate. The LC9 also has a dovetailed high-visibility three-dot sight system, blued alloy steel barrel, manual safety, and loaded chamber indicator. The LC9, another innovative American-made product from Ruger. Learn more about the Ruger LC9 at ruger.com LC9. This is Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line. 
1-800-259-9231. You can bring up whatever's on your mind. And if you have a something you want to share about the news out of California today, that tomorrow there will be a California internet sales tax. You'd like to share your thoughts on that? Please feel free. Or bring up anything. 800-259-9231. And uh, you could go on a cruise with Mark. You, you could. You could go on a cruise with me, Stefan Molyneux, Wes Bertrand of Complete Liberty. And it's not just a cruise, but, you know, there'll be some speeches. There'll be uh, all kinds of things to do on the boat. There'll be excursions on the shore. It'll be a great time. Uh, there's also going to be a debate on the morality of voting. Wow. Yeah, that'll be a blast. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's going to be a two-on-one, uh, Wes and Stefan against me. I've been practicing. Oh, wait, you're the, you're the, the pro? I, it, the, well, the, the only point that I'm willing to make is that voting is not immoral. Okay. Uh, you know, there are people that will make that point. Is it, you know, does it make sense to vote? I don't. I'm not going to argue any of those points. I don't think that there's much point there. Anyway, if you want to get on board for the the voting and any other fun on the cruise, it's cruise.freetalklive.com. The ship leaves Bayonne, New Jersey, in November, but you really should go reserve your berth now. Cruise.freetalklive.com. According to the uh, story here at uh, the L.A. Times, it's tomorrow when the internet sales tax, the very first ever. Internet sales tax begins in California. And they say that so goes California, so goes the rest of the country. So don't think for a moment. You know, that, it used to be Maine, right? Is that right? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. So don't think for a moment that uh, the government bureaucrats in your state are eyeballing this situation and waiting to see what happens. Oh, yeah. The bureaucrats in your state definitely want to collect money on, from Amazon. There's a lot of, lot of money on the table there, and uh, they want it, but... I don't know how they're going to be able to pull it off. They're, well, if California pulls it off, then you can damn well bet the other states are going to be right, falling in line and doing the that same thing. That much is true. I don't know how California is going to pull it off. Well, they're trying, and we'll uh, we'll see what happens here. The uh, according to the uh, email that Cal- that excuse me Amazon sent to its associates, of which uh, we are one, but we're in New Hampshire, so this email wasn't sent to us. We've enjoyed working with you and other California-based participants in the Amazon Associates program, and if this situation is rectified, would very much welcome the opportunity to reopen our Associates program to California residents. As mentioned before, we are continuing to work on alternative ways to help California residents monetize their websites, and we'll be sure to contact you when these become available. Uh, They do suggest earlier in the email that uh, if you want to continue on with us, you probably should leave California. (laughs) And so, and you mentioned that it would be as easy as just you know getting a a private mailbox. I think we, I think you pay seven a month. Yeah, seven dollars a month. Then you have to pay the forwarding, whatever the forwarding fee is, on top of that. But if you're making enough money on your Amazon account, then it'll pay for it. The forwarding fee isn't that big if you've got. I mean, it's not like you have to put all of your mail there. That's true. You can just have the Amazon stuff sent there. Yeah. All right, so uh, back to the story here uh, from the L.A. Times. Again, it's not just Amazon. It's also Overstock.com and other uh, retailers that are basically telling their affiliates, yeah, sorry, we're done with you. Uh, we can't. Uh, we just can't do this anymore because of uh, these regulations. And according to the story, it's because the new requirement applies only to online sellers based out of states that have some connection to California, such as workers, warehouses, or offices there. Both Amazon in Seattle and Overstock in Salt Lake City have told affiliates they would have to move to another state if they wanted to continue earning commissions for referring customers. Okay, so do you get that? Now that's the explanation. Let me let me run that by you again, Mark, because you're wondering how can they do this? How can they? How can California get away with this if the business is being done elsewhere? The law only applies to people running businesses, so people with affiliates or offices or any sort of entity related to them 
being in that state. That was the point that I made, though, um, is that uh, you know they have divested themselves of the affiliates in order to prove that they don't actually do business in California. Right. Maybe I wasn't clear on you making that point. But yeah, so essentially they're cutting off all their business connections from Cali- to yeah. California within and their Amazon company. will do this. Amazon will move. Which means it, they don't have to collect the sales tax. Right. Amazon uh, tries to do business Smart. in places that uh, I, don't, I don't know how many states are left that have no sales tax, but uh, you know, you know places smart. that have the small the lowest sales tax. They're doing what's right for their customers yeah. in this case. That's right. And that's that's the principle that Amazon uh, stands on. Now, and I if love them. If, if <laughs> you for instance uh, are I think I think Tiger Direct is in Illinois and you're in Illinois and you buy from Tiger Direct, you're going to have to pay sales tax. Yeah, like 9% or whatever. Right, and some ridiculous amount because Illinois is one of those uh, you know blue states that that loves to uh, tax its citizens until they just uh, you know they're beaten into the ground. So, um, you know, th- that's going to happen uh, if if you happen to be in the state in which the company does, uh, you know, is, is headquartered. Let's go to Andrew, who's in New Hampshire. Andrew, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian, Mark, and JJ. Greetings, gentlemen. Um, I just wanted to piggyback on the uh, explanation you gave of why uh, Amazon would have to cut off its, its affiliates. And essentially being a foreign corporation to California, because they're not based out of California as a California business, in order to get dragged into into court, which would have to be a uh, federal court, they would have to prove that uh, – California would have to prove that Amazon has – does business in California, Mm -hmm. has some sort of nexus to California, or has sufficient contacts in California to make it appear that uh, Amazon's trying to do business in California as opposed to just doing business and people from California happen to you know want mm-hmm. to buy from them. Nice. Um, so that's why they would have to cut off their affiliates because California would be able to go into court and say, hey, you have these people fun- funneling business to you from California. You know that they're from California. You're sending them money because they're getting you business. Obviously, you're doing business in California. Got it. So they would have to essentially cut those people off so that they can appear to be just, you know, doing business online. And, oh, well, we occasionally ship things to California, but we assume, you know, those people who are buying stuff are complying with the law and paying their, you know, sales tax. Yeah, it's too bad for uh, for everybody uh, <laughs> that's in California as an Amazon associate. I imagine there are a lot of, of websites type slash businesses that uh, benefit from Amazon in California. Oh, absolutely. I know that I listen to a uh, podcast that's uh, big on um, promoting their their Amazon affiliate program Mm -hmm. that they're they're wondering whether or not they're going to be able to continue uh, when this law goes into effect. Are they in in California? Uh, Yes. um, Send them an email that says no. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, 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 uh. Well, again, it just depends on if they're willing to put a little effort into it and kind of maybe be sneaky and get themselves a mailbox elsewhere. I think that's all you'd have to do. I mean, I'm no expert, but all Amazon cares about is where your your mailing address is. Yeah, I'd so say that's true. Of, hey, yeah, thanks. And just, up, hmm? and just set up a you know a bank account outside the state. You could do that too. I, yeah, I guess that's true. They do transfer money into a bank account, but they also cut checks uh, as well. So you might just be able to have them send you a check. Thanks. I think a, a bank account is going to be cheaper though. Right, a direct deposit is a little cheaper. Yeah. There's no doubt. I would think. Thanks for the call, Andrew. Appreciate it. 800-259-9231. Amazon in Seattle and Overstock in Salt Lake City have told their affiliates that they'll have to move to another state if they want to continue earning those commissions. Amazon wrote its California business partners that we oppose this bill because it's unconstitutional and counterproductive. They haven't indicated what further actions they might take to challenge the California law. 
about 25,000 affiliates are in California. Wow. As the, the Amazon affiliates, especially larger ones with dozens of employees, are likely to leave the state, according to an executive director of the trade group Performance Marketing Association. The affiliates combined paid $152 million in state income taxes last year, she pointed out. Hmm. So these guys are already getting stuck uh, with income taxes in, in California, and now they're having one of their sources of income just cut off entirely by not being able to participate in this program anymore. Chief executive of Savings.com, a West L.A. website that links viewers to hundreds of money-saving deals, says, We'll have to consider it. It doesn't look good for our business. The larger bite from buyers' pocketbooks will be eased only a bit because California's basic sales tax rate will drop to 7.75% on Friday when a two-year-old temporary increase expires. How about that? They're actually expiring a tax increase. Hmm. Aren't they aren't they like a bankrupt state anyway? Yeah, California? they're in trouble. Yeah. Big trouble. Uh the basic rate in the city of LA falls back to eight point seven five percent. Ouch. Uh but just give them time. They're gonna need that percent back. <laughs> they're gonna they're probably gonna come back another year and raise that tax again. Brown's signature on the budget bills is aimed at closing a loophole that freed Amazon and other out of state retailers from collecting sales taxes for California. Uh, and, of course, it gives them a competitive price advantage over many California's businesses. And we'll tell you what they have to say here in a little bit because they favor this law. More coming up here. This is Free Talk Live. You bring up anything. As a smoker, you know traditional cigarettes are unhealthy and the taxes be the very beast stealing your freedom to smoke. That's why the Vapor Station offers an assortment of electronic cigarette kits. Each rechargeable, refillable kit is an effective, affordable alternative to smoking. No combustion, no tar, no foul, lingering odors, and no smoke, secondhand or otherwise. Just inhale pure enjoyment and exhale vapor. Take a puff just about anywhere without getting hassled. Get your e-cigarette kit now at VaporStation.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll-free at 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 800-259-9231. You can join us online at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features we give to you for free. And if you like the show and want to help support Free Talk Live, become an amplifier at amp.freetalklive.com. AMP stands for Advertise, Market, and Promote. And the idea is simple. You send us three bucks a month. We take that in, reinvest it into the show, get on more radio stations around the country, and bring more Internet listeners on board, exposing them to the ideas of freedom. So head on over to amp.freetalklive.com. Bring in on new radio stations as well. That's AMP as an advertised market promote. Amp.freetalklive.com. You get perks, too, like access to the AMP-only call-in lines, the AMP-only forum, podcast, and more. Amp.freetalklive.com. Big news out of California today, and it is not good. They are looking to tax internet when, retailers. When was the last time you heard good news come out of California? I'm just, just curious. Medical pot. Okay. Okay, that sure. That would have been 1996. 96? Wow. But then again, I don't live in California. That's Maybe true. there's all kinds of good news out there. But I mean, then, there's I a lot of it. bad news that comes from California. Yes, there is. And, and a lot of the people that have lived in California now live here in uh, New Hampshire because they're sick and tired of that crap. That's right. Uh, so a uh, little bit more here. Uh, actually, somebody's in California wants to talk about this. Theodore is on the line. Theodore, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian, JJ, and Mark. Theodore, going once. Theodore in California, going I'm twice. Here. There you are. Hello. Go ahead. Hey, um... So you guys mentioned you were surprised that the uh, sales tax increase had decreased in the recent budget. And uh wanted to let you guys know that they tried like heck to keep that thing there. Really? Uh, of course, you know, telling us that, you know, everyone's going to die and 
starve and blah, 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 blah. But uh, over here, we've got, back in the 70s, they passed Proposition 13 because people were tired of the property taxes going up like crazy. And basically, the legislature needs a two-thirds majority in order to raise taxes. And uh, Democrats couldn't get any Republicans to come over this time like they did two years ago. So the tax expired. Oh, well, thanks for clearing that up. Well, I'm glad it did. I mean, you know, I'd like right. to see. <laughs> now it's only 7.75% yeah. instead of 8.75% and 8.75% in L.A. instead of 9.75%. Well, don't worry, though. Just uh, they're, they're raising plenty of fees, as they uh, call them, right. like uh, to register your car and all that stuff. It's not a tax. So, it's a fee. Come on. Yes, exactly. So that's how they're uh, thinking about that. Nice. So you guys were mentioning, you guys just quickly mentioned medical marijuana and um I've, you guys have been reading some stories recently about that, but things aren't really all that good on that front either. Um, well, not with L.A. Uh, cracking down on medical marijuana dispensaries and shutting hundreds of them down. Yeah, same thing here in San Diego. Really? Uh, yeah, basically they passed a ordinance that said you know they can't be within 500 yards of a school or a church mm. or you know, and they've got a very limited number of uh, licenses here locally, so a lot of them had to shut down here in San Diego as well. It's nonsense. You know, this is one of the reasons why that I think that d- doing local politics is important, because if you've got liberty-minded people on a city council, then crap like that wouldn't happen. And, and I understand that people are frustrated by politics, but it's politics that made the medical marijuana thing happen in the first place. It wasn't easy to get to that point, and it's a shame to see these uh, little tyrants in the, the towns and the cities uh, basically trying to reverse it well i mean that's not surprising though because i mean these these people are are have this mindset that anything that they say is so important and so Mm -hmm. viable and and how could you question me the egos are massive in these little towns as we well know here in Keene. absolutely unfortunately san diego is not a little town it's three million people and there's about there's i think there's nine city council members wow We have 25,000 people in Keene and 15 city council members. <laughs> yeah, so it's uh, each district here is uh, you know pretty huge, so there, wow. there, these people are pretty entrenched. So how does this make you feel? I mean, there's news about the internet sales tax. Um, is this going to be something that you think is going to drive folks out of California? Um, I, prob- I mean, I'm not sure. I use, I use Amazon all the time at my work, and, and I'm not concerned because... You know, I know. I knew that they were going to be uh, dumping the affiliates. I mean, it sucks that people are losing their jobs and their income. Mm-hmm. And, but you know, good that the people to hear that the people are going to be you know seeking places where their money's not going to be going to the state anymore. Thanks for the call tonight, Theodore. Appreciate hearing from you at eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Uh, story here at the, the L A Times. It focuses now on the big box retailers and the independent businesses in California who are crying. I mean, Bill Dombrowski says you can't give one segment of retail a 10% discount every day. It's just not fair. Well, I mean, I'm sure Amazon would say, well, you can't just let some businesses exist in the real world while other ones can only exist on or only exist online. I mean, you know, each business has the thing that it provides to its customers. I, I can see why one business. I mean, this is what businesses do. This is how it's done. The government is a tool to Reward your friends and punish your enemies. That's what it's all about. And it just goes around and around and around. And that's why it continues to grow, because everybody continues to use it to punish whomever they wish. 
So California's new requirement will generate badly needed state revenue, at least so they believe, unless people, unless they all cancel all their affiliate programs and don't collect the tax, and send a signal to Congress, according to Dombrowski, that we want to see a national solution to the issue of taxing Internet sales. Oh, right. Of course. Because then there wouldn't be anything Amazon could do about it. They that could, much is true. They could bring a lawsuit, but that would be you know, their only chance. California is the seventh. Now, this I didn't know. California is the seventh and largest state in the country to pass a law to collect taxes on out-of-state Internet sales. Illinois, Arkansas, and Connecticut acted earlier this year. California, excuse me, North Carolina and Rhode Island in 2009 and New York in 2008. Amazon sued to overturn, uh, overturn the New York law and lost in the lower courts. The company is paying sales taxes into an escrow account pending an appeal. So It believes it can win, I guess. Other states currently are considering similar sales tax collection bills. California's new law was drafted to circumvent a 92 U.S. Supreme Court ruling that sellers can't be forced to collect sales taxes unless they have a physical presence in the state. The new statute would establish that presence in two ways. When sellers pay commissions to other Internet sites in California, known as affiliates, that refer buyers, and when sellers have a related company operating in the state. Amazon has thousands of such affiliates in California. Well, not any, not as of t- tonight. <laughs> It has uh, also related businesses operations, including Lab 126 Inc. in Cupertino, which develops Kindle electronic book readers, and a Studio City office for its Internet Movie Database unit, which I presume those offices will be closed immediately and moved. I imagine so. I I bet that business is going to benefit some other community in some other state. This is one of the ways that uh, this makes it difficult on businesses like Amazon because they need to be in places where they can have employees, ship stuff out, so they're close. I mean, if if they just have one office in uh, Middletown, uh, Nebraska, right? They have different fulfillment centers, right? Then they need fulfillment centers in different locations in order to make this this work properly, and it makes it difficult. One affiliate, Ken Rockwell in San Diego, the owner of a twelve year old photography website, said he plans to move out of state. He said, "Will it be Las Vegas or Scottsdale or Ensenada? It's a question of where, not if." Wow. That's it's clearly very important to him, and you know, anytime the government comes into the marketplace and, and starts to push people around and and demand uh, their bribe or you know their bribe be fulfilled, they that causes a lot of unintended consequences. Oh and yeah, I, I imagine that if you look at the amount of business that's going to be moving out of California, as well as the amount of income taxes not paid because of the lost affiliates, right? You're going to see a net loss. I bet overall. you're right about that. I mean, they think they're going to make another three hundred million dollars all the time, right? They think they're going to make another three hundred million dollars, and they they're not factoring in likely how people will change their behavior. Sure. Same thing with the, the the cigarette tax increases, Mark. I mean, you, for instance, used to smoke uh, cigars, and then the feds put a new tax on cigarettes and, and cigars. And right, they put then- a tax on cigars and you know rolling tobacco, you know rolling tobacco and things that hadn't been taxed previously. Because they're like, well, look at all this untaxed tobacco. Look mm-hmm. at we we could we could have so much more. <laughs> and once it went into play, I said, but, you know, that's it. I've I've smoked my last. And right, you and quit I did. smoking because of taxes, not I did for your health, literally. Quit. <laughs> smoking because of taxes because yeah. you know my my point of view was that the i'm sure other people aren't going to quit for the same reasons that i did but my point of view was money's fungible therefore all money paid to the federal government is could be attributed to money that is going to go to, to make bullets to kill people mm-hmm. and some of the people that are killed in these wars are innocent people and i will not sit around and smoke a cigar that, that you know makes a bullet that kills an innocent person i'm not going to do it good for you mark
So there you go. So uh, we will keep our eyes certainly on this situation. And I guess I'm shocked to hear about the other states. I thought California was first, but <laughs> we probably reported on the New York thing years ago, but I just don't recall it. Anyway, so if you live in any of those other states, how has this affected things there? How have yeah, uh, that's things changed? I wonder if there's any internet companies or, or other companies that have done studies about this and just sort of like a think tank or something. Mm-hmm. I wonder if we, uh, any of the callers know of any of that. You just Feel you know, free to know. enlighten us. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can bring up whatever's on your mind. Hour 2 is next. Coming up, Mark's going to tell us about Mennonites and why they don't sing the uh, Star-Spangled Banner. And students have been hypnotized at a school down in uh, South Florida and... They died, apparently. That's a weird one. More on the way. This is Free Talk Live. This Your Family Today tip is brought to you by Boost Kit Essentials Nutritionally Complete Drink. Providing your picky eater with essential nutrition and great taste in one drink. Visit us at kitessentials.com. To make sure your kids eat healthy, follow the five-a-day plan. Serve three servings of vegetables and two servings of fruit daily. Remember, a serving could just mean a piece of fruit or a half cup of veggies. If your kids are picky eaters, ask a nutritionist about other sources. For more tips like these, visit us at parenthood.com slash yourfamilytoday. This is Free Talk Live, launching into the second hour of the program. You can dial in toll-free. It's hard to believe that uh, just a week ago we were at Porkfest. Good times, man. Yeah, man. It was, it was good time. It's going to happen again, though, so don't miss your opportunity to join us at the Porcupine Freedom Festival. I mean, I'm, I'm going to presume we're going to be there because we've been there for every year, <laughs> unless the Free State Project all of a sudden decides they don't like us anymore. Um, but It's always uh, possible. We are going to be there, and it's going to be June 18th through the 24th. The Free State Project puts it on every single year, and it's one of the two yearly events they do. Rumor has it they're going to bring back the Liberty Forum after a year off, uh, unfortunately, this year. So they should be bringing that back in 2012. We'll give you details on that when we learn more about it. And know more about the Free State Project by going to freestateproject.org and learning about this brilliant concept of moving liberty-loving people together to the same place so they can get active to achieve liberty in our lifetime. Because having people nearby you that actually believe what you do, it's really nice. It's really convenient. It's, yeah. it's good to have friends that understand these ideas and associates that understand these ideas and more of them coming all of the time. You know, the, the things are fa- – think around the world and around America, the ideas of freedom I think are, are really spreading. But things are working much faster in New Hampshire because hundreds of liberty activists have picked up and moved their lives to move to New Hampshire. And more are coming. And these aren't just your average folks that say, yeah, that's a good idea. We have a little more freedom. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. These are folks that are willing to do things about it. There are 14 uh, legislators in the state house. It's 14 uh, now? I thought it was 12. It, it's, as I understand it, um, I spoke with a legislator who is willing to say 14, but he's not willing to say who they are. So there are 12 that are willing to name themselves and oh. two, I guess, who aren't. Um, and But of course, if you listen to the Democrats, they're saying, they're everywhere! So Right. Yeah. right well, right. aside from the political ramifications of the Free State Project and you know all the the, the uh, civdis and all that sort of stuff just the community itself a lot of the visitors that came here just fell in love with the the members of this community and you mean during porkfest during porkfest yep. yes and then by the end of porkfest 
there was a lot of people saying, I don't want to go home or something to the effect a of, a lot like, of people say, I can't wait until I move or I can't wait until mm-hmm. I come here again. And, and so they're planning vacations even in between now and Porkfest. That's great news. So it's just, once you get a taste of this sort of energy and this sort of, I, I would say even love, that the genuine compassion among individuals and understanding and, and, and being able to coexist and more than coexist, you, you definitely want more of that energy. You know, I was uh, I saw somebody's Facebook post after Porkfest talking about the the post Porkfest blues. Uh, yes. You know, having to go back home to where there's not a lot of people around that love liberty, and you know, kind of coping with the reality that you don't yet live in New did Hampshire. You, did you ever visit uh, Porkfest before you moved? Never. Neither did I. No. So I've never. I mean, you know, I've always come back to the community. Right. <laughs> you know, yeah. I never. I never visited New Hampshire before moving to New Neither Hampshire. Neither did I. I just made the move. And I'm glad I did. I, I'm glad that, for me, it would have made a difference because I already knew I wanted to move to New Hampshire. I didn't care about I'd, – I'd, I'd overcome the objection of it being cold. Like, no big deal. So what? I'm willing to be a little more cold if it means the chance at actually being free. And so I'd already overcome my own objections. So I had made the decision to make the move. And I'm glad I didn't because visiting would have cost me money. I mean, it would have cost me, you know, a couple sure. of grand or whatever to probably go up and, and visit. Whereas, you know, I could put that all that money towards making the move. It, that's what made the most sense to me. But I don't blame anybody for wanting to scope things out and come here. Absolutely and smart, and, I think. And definitely. Sure. I mean, just like like yourself, uh, myself. You know, uh, I don't really know about Mark's uh, precise situation, but it, it making the move was was great. It had a lot of benefits, but it was also difficult. There was also challenges involved. Sure. Myself, I had to get employed very quickly and and get that started and be personally responsible. So it's it's one of the mindsets of you come here, you better come with an action orientated sort of mindset because sitting down and, and just enjoying the uh, the scenery is not going to help your situation. Yeah. Also, um, you know, I mean. I'll, it's it's the free state project. You've got to be responsible. They're, they're, they have these job forums and stuff like that. But ultimately, you're responsible for your own employment yeah. and things like that. So, you know, that's yeah, I'm glad you brought that up, Mark, because it. it reminds me of something I've been wanting to say uh, on the air here for a while. There was a call that went out to the Porcupine 411 system here in New Hampshire uh, several weeks ago now at this point. And uh, Pork 411 is a system where you call a phone number, you leave a message, and then it's blasted out to hundreds of email addresses, recipients. So for me, I get I get them on my smartphone. So anytime one of these messages comes through, it comes through on my smartphone. Wherever I am, I can tune in and listen to see what somebody has had to say. Uh, was Pork Form, the Pork 411 system has been one of the most useful activist yes. tools Hands down, maybe the most useful uh, activist tool outside of the internet itself. Uh, Pork four one is is brilliant, and yeah. it really helps people stay connected. It helps get the word out during an emergency, it's, or it's pretty much a mobile witness to what's going on. At least you know with the audio. Yeah. So. You could record a police pullover or something like yep. that, and uh, they can't steal the audio from you because as soon as the phone call ends, that uh, that audio is saved on a server somewhere exactly. on the internet. So uh, so this Pork 411 call comes in by somebody who moved here to Keene, and it was clearly somebody who had uh, gotten the wrong idea. And I don't know how this happens, um, but it, it, his impression was basically – he was angry yes, uh, because he was living in a shelter. And the reason he was living in a shelter was because he really did a, a piss-poor job of planning. Uh, he moved up here with his wife or girlfriend, and they had no money, virtually no money, You know, enough money to fill up the gas tank to drive up here. They brought their dog or whatever with them, 
and uh, they they managed to settle in at uh, at a, a free stater's home and probably were not paying very much uh, in rent there. But apparently there was some sort of uh, drama that uh, that occurred with allegations of someone taking something or whatever, stealing. I don't know. Nobody knows what the truth is. No, there. yeah, no real claim has been brought forward. Just allegations, right? And so, you know, you're dealing with uh, people that they had the real wrong impression. They they thought or he thought that somebody was going to find a job for him. Yeah. That he was just going to be able to come up here and that there'd be a job waiting for him. The job that he wanted as well. Because the, the, the claim on the call was that he was very upset and was rude. And he, his, his statement was essentially that, uh, you know, that he thought he was going to have a job up here and he can't find a job. He yeah. and his, his girlfriend and, and can't find too. jobs. Yeah. Now, aren't there <laughs> activists that have moved here within the last month or two that have gotten themselves two jobs in that amount of time? That's correct. Sure. So, I mean, so I, it's I am of the opinion that you can find a job. It may not be the perfect job. It may not be the job that uh, you were hoping for right. or whatever, but you'll get something. That's my point here is that if you're going to be picky – don't move, you know. Don't move to New Hampshire if you're going to be picky if about gonna, a job. If you're going to be picky, find it in advance. Get have it ready for when you're here. If you if you could pull that off, that'd sure. be great. But that's not an easy thing no, to do. Not. From what I've been told from the people that have found jobs up here, they say it's a lot easier when you're actually here. I've heard that too. So that's just what they say. I don't know. I've never had to look for a job. Well, in otherwise, New some of the new movers, recent movers, have a large savings. They've come here right. with a lot of savings that they've built up for the specific purpose of being able, yeah, to sit here and be, you know, sit, settle down, get your roots, and and find find out what you're going to do and where you're going to stay and such. But right. also. You know, not be stressed out, not be dependent upon other people, and yeah. being personal responsible. Yeah, you don't want to feel like you're under the gun, and that you know you come up here with no money and are all of a sudden desperate to find work, but yet are going to be picky about what kind of work you find. I'm not saying this hasn't worked for people. There are people who've basically just thrown caution to the wind, come here with not that much money at all, and made it happen. Yeah, yeah. I'm one of those. I'm definitely. I came here with five hundred dollars, and I was picky. Wow. But I had the resume. In a trade skill. Well, this that, guy's like 65. Yeah, that's so true. So he's got, got to have skills. I mean, you, you don't get to age 65 by, by you know, screwing off. I mean, I, I would hope. And so I would think that at age 65, you probably learned how to do a thing or two in your life. Sure. So why does, why does somebody like that couldn't find any old job? Clearly, he was being too picky and wasn't willing to take whatever physical was available. ailments, as I understand it, too. Yeah. What? But, physical what? Physical yeah. ailments of some sort. Yeah, but sort. there's plenty of retail jobs or whatever where, you know, jobs that are low skill that anybody can take. Anybody can. Whether if it's sitting in a cubicle or, or working on a sales floor. Being board. a greeter at Walmart. I yeah. mean, yeah, exactly. So, um, so please, if you're going to, somebody just came on the free keen forum the other day saying that they, you know, they'll be homeless if they have to. And I wrote them back and said, please don't be homeless. Yeah. Don't come here and be like that because nobody wants to take care of a freeloader. Nobody wants that. And I don't care if you're liberty-minded. You're no good to the liberty community if everybody's got to take care of you. Well, right. If you were liberty-minded, you'd have liberty follow-through, including taking care of yourself. Right. So I don't know where this comes from, where, you know, like, maybe it's because it's called the Free State Project and people really believe that they're going to get taken care of or something. You cross the border, you get a free state. Right. I don't, I don't get it. There's a lot of work that needs to be done. And when you come up here, you need to be expecting to take care of yourself. There are people around, and they're going to care about you, but that doesn't mean they're going to take care of you. Right. 1-800-259-9231. They're busy trying to take care of their own lives. That's enough. It's Free Talk Live. Are you looking for camping, hunting, or shooting gear? 
ManVentureOutpost.com carries knives, ammunition, scopes, binoculars, laser sights, fish finders, and boating equipment from manufacturers like Aimpoint, Bushnell, Otterbox, Crimson Trace, K-Bar, Remington, Streamlight, Winchester, and more. ManVentureOutpost.com. Family owned and members of the Better Business Bureau. Prices so low, some can't be advertised. Get an additional 5% off with coupon code FTL. Get it quick. Get it from ManVentureOutpost.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything you want. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features you'll find there on the site completely free. Uh, Once again, freetalklive.com. You actually get to control the content of the site. You find something online you think is interesting, submit it as show prep at freetalklive.com. And then other listeners can vote as to whether or not they like or dislike what you have uh, suggested. You get to vote on things as well. And the most voted up in the aggregate will make it to the front page and the top of the website, meaning more people see them. We're more likely to see it. Uh, so go over to freetalklive.com. Get interactive. It's all free. So QE3 is coming down the pipe, and uh, there are people in the in the know in the precious metals industry that are saying that there should be a spike in precious metals in September. This is not what I'm saying, but I tend to believe these folks because I've seen them be right in the past. So if you want to be prepared for this spike in September, that doesn't mean that I would wait until the end of August to do this because, you know, this is just kind of an around thing. Um, Go ahead and go to gold.freetalklive.com. We have gold and silver coins and pieces there for you to purchase in order to get gold and silver into your hands. We have them at rates that you will find highly competitive. Go to gold.freetalklive.com. If you prefer to order uh, on the telephone, there is a telephone number there. I can give it to you now. It's 877-857-9938. If you're listening on the podcast, you can rewind that. If not, go to the website. It's gold.freetalklive.com. All right, as we continue here, we will take your calls about what you want, but we're going to turn our attention to the Mennonite community right now, Mark. You've got some news about why it is they don't sing the Star-Spangled Banner. Yeah, so for folks who don't know, Mennonite is kind of like Amish light, right? I mean, you know, it's... Uh, they, they can drive cars. They can drive cars. Most of the most of them that I've seen driving cars have always driven American cars, though. So I, hmm. I think that's an interesting kind of phenomenon in, in the community. They can have air conditioning? Uh, yep. Okay. They 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 tend to be. You but know, they still wear funny clothes. <laughs> funny some, clothes. The sum. Define funny, Ian. <laughs> plain plain dress. Plain. <laughs> not as not. I don't think that they're as rigid on their plain dress as uh, as certainly old order Amish is. Uh-huh. But uh, you know they tend to. You know I knew a Mennonite guy who had a beard, but he had a mustache with it. You know is that wrong? Is it like against the Amish orders to have uh, facial hair? Uh, the Amish always have the same beard. It's okay. just around, you know, for married men. It's a neck beard, basically. It's, yeah, it's just around the chin, but no mustache, mustache. to go with it. Jeez. And this is what it's all about. Um, a Mustaches friend, are evil, you know. A friend Wait of a mine is, well, <laughs> a friend of mine was born and raised Old Order Amish. <laughs> and the fact is, he says, you know, that they don't even, it's not even spiritual at all. This is just about following the rules. Mm. Uh, you know, that uh, one, I guess his dad got kicked out because he had an ovular uh, 
a window in his buggy, not a square one. I mean, stupid, stupid crap. And Well, you know, the oval is the sign of Satan. That's right. Just that kind of stuff. So this Mennonite, (laughs) this is a Mennonite preacher, and I think he makes a really great case for what his his point is here. And getting close to... Apparently, Mennonites can blog. Where is this coming from? Wow. Um, This is from uh, religion.blogs.cnn.com. How about that? So, yeah, the Mennonites are, you know, no, they're just, they can do just about everything that, hmm. that you and I do. Got it. Anyway, um, they, they do, they are one of the peace churches, and so I want folks that are, you know, on this... By, by peace church, you mean... One of the churches that... They don't believes, actually support war? Well, yeah, I mean, when you when you talk to your average fundy these days, most of them support killing them Muslims. Mm. Um, and, you know, the peace churches are against war in general. So, uh, you know, on, on Independence Day, I think that this is important to know that different folks feel differently, that it isn't all about Jesus, America, and killing Muslims. So yeah, yeah. this is from Mark <laughs> Sol- Solinger. I choose to belong to a strange tribe. Goshen College, my alma mater, made national news this month when its board of directors decided that the Star Spangled Banner would not be played before athletic events. Hmm. As Good could be ex- as could be expected, the decision was met with confusion and contempt. Mm-hmm. Wasn't this just another example of our traditional values being trampled on by the unrelenting march of political correctness? What sort of ingrates object to our national's anthem anyway? Fluffy-headed campus philosophers? Lazy latte-sipping sip, liberals? The d- decision not to play the national anthem reversed last year's decision to play it for the first time. And Goshen College's 116-year anniversary. Now, is Goshen College a Mennonite college? I believe it is, yes. That, too, caught the media's attention. It also caused – I remember this story, and I was upset um, that they had decided to play it. It also caused widespread concern and confusion among the college's students, professors, alumni, supporters, and, yes, donors, many of whom felt like playing the the anthem compromised the college's Christian values. Hmm. Goshen is a small school in northern Indiana that's owned and operated as a ministry of the Mennonite Church USA. I am a Goshen graduate, a longtime member of the Mennonite Church, and the pastor of a Mennonite congregation. Mennonites live in countries all over the world, and though we speak many languages, have different ethnic origins, and express our faith in diverse ways, we claim the Anabaptists in the 16th century Europe as our spiritual ancestors. The Anabaptists agreed with most of the ideas of the Protestant Reformation, but felt that reformers like Martin Luther and John Calvin didn't go far enough. Anabaptists rejected the practice of infant baptism. This is a very important aspect, and at one time this really mattered. People died over this stuff. For instance, believing that water baptism should be reserved for believers who confess a faith in Jesus. Meaning that you have to be an adult, basically. You have to be able to choose to be baptized. That's correct. And mostly they decide that you can't choose until you're like 18. Well, that's reasonable. So, Because they understood the exercise of state power to be inconsistent with the church's identity and mission, Anabaptists also advocated for the strict separation of church and state. See, this is the kind of separation that people advocate when their religion isn't anywhere near in charge of the state. So Christians who say to themselves, this here is a Christian Judeo-Christian country and separation of church and state. I can hear people dialing their phones right now. (laughs) Separation of church and state doesn't mean, you'll often hear, that it doesn't mean that you shouldn't be able to have, it means that the the state should stay out of the churches, not the churches to stay out of the states. It doesn't Mm. mean that at all. Well, 
I'll tell you, this when when your religion happens to be the one that's in the minority, you want separation of church and state. Yeah, but have the Mennonites ever sought power in any way, shape, or form? I mean, they don't because well, let's let's read a little farther okay. here. Because the Mennonites, like many of the uh, the these uh, the peace churches have been attempted to be killed by both the Catholics and the Protestants. Mm. Um, you know, I mean, mo- many of the, the churches that like exist— Like Quakers. Yeah. Well, Quakers mostly just have had mostly problems with just Protestants. But they've been, tried, they've been killed, though. Oh, yeah, right. absolutely. I mean. um, the, this, uh, let me go on with what the, the preacher says here. This then-radical stance was prompted by both theology and necessity— Anabaptists had the distinct uh, notoriety of being tortured and killed by both Catholics and Protestants, wielding the power of the state against them. Instead, they understood the exercise of state power to be inconsistent with the church's identity and mission, and they act advocate for the strict separation of church and state. Instead of compromising their core convictions about what it means to follow Jesus, thousands of Anabaptists, men and women, adhered to their freedom of conscience, even as they were mocked by neighbors, burned at stakes, and drowned in rivers. Wow. And Anabaptist is yeah, like the is that another word for Mennonite. Uh, Mennonite, Amish. There's like uh, it's like the overarching heterites. category. Yeah. All right. We're coming up here. He's got more to say. Yes. Yes. We'll come back with that here in a moment. Uh, Mennonite uh, prisoner or not prisoner pastor. What do they call him? Are they pastors? Pastor, yeah. Okay. Um, coming up here with uh, more with him and your thoughts as well at eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. It's Free Talk Live. Do you want to take back control of your own money? Then take a look at Bitcoin. Bitcoin is the world's first decentralized, anonymous internet currency, and it's gaining popularity every day. It's free to use, free to accept, and free from inflation forever. You can use Bitcoins anywhere in the world, and their value seems to only be growing with time. To learn more, visit WeUseCoins.org. Your dollars are going down. Bitcoins are going up. WeUseCoins.org. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever's on your mind. Dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We've got archives, so if you've missed a moment of the show, click and download. They're yours uh, for free. You don't have to jump through any hoops or sign up for anything. They're, just, they're there. Uh, so go to freetalklive.com and enjoy. Now, if you want to enjoy a little bit of nicotine, maybe you can give up cigarettes and try the e-cigarette. Yeah, JJ. Well, hey, hook me up. <laughs> yeah, weren't you supposed to hook him up? Yeah. Well, how am I going to hook him up? I mean, You've got the connections, man. I would definitely uh, give a good, you know... Vaporstation.com. (laughs) That's how you do it. As a smoker, you know traditional cigarettes are unhealthy, and the taxes feed the very beast that's stealing your freedom to smoke. That's why Vaporstation offers an assortment of electronic cigarette kits. Each rechargeable, refillable kit is an effective, affordable alternative to smoking. No combustion, no tar, no foul lingering odors, no smoke. Just inhale pure enjoyment and exhale water vapor. Take a puff just about anywhere without getting hassled. Get your e-cigarette kit now at VaporStation.com. Use coupon code FTL for an additional 5% off at VaporStation.com. Well, the reason I brought it up, because I, I could have sworn you had said that you were going to help uh, help JJ out with that in the past. I think and I've forgotten. I met the guy from VaporStation mm-hmm. at uh, the Porcupine Freedom Festival. This is yet another one of these businesses that gets behind liberty-oriented shows. I was talking with Jamie Crane from Wheels Off Liberty, uh, which is, you know, they've got a podcast that they do. And uh, VaporStation has signed on to advertise with Wheels Off Liberty in their first 
payment is by giving Jamie, you know, his own e-cigarette and the little cartridges or whatever it is that uh, that goes in there. After that, they're going to buy advertising uh, afterwards. And I think it's a great way to uh, to get their product out. It's a smart move, and I think he also gave one to Meg, who used to be on this program. She ended up having to, to leave the area for for a time, so maybe we'll have her back one of these days. But uh, just a suggestion. She seems happy about it. Because we could have JJ on here talking about the product, but he's not to the point where you know he's, he can't afford to buy one. I don't. Think. I wish I'd have been reminded of Pork Fest. Yeah. So uh, 800-259-9231. I'm reminding you now. Uh, Thanks. 800-259-9231. You can take control of these airwaves. Mark, you're sharing with us an essay from, or was it a speech? Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's a blog transcribed. post. Okay, so blog post from a Mennonite preacher or pastor. Pastor, yeah. What's the difference? <laughs> to them, I, I, you know, I think different churches call it a different thing. Okay. Well, anyway, so he's talking about why it is that uh, his college, Goshen College, which is where he is an alumni, uh, is not singing the national anthem. They're no longer uh, doing that. Playing they, that before sporting events. Correct. They changed their policy from not doing it to doing it a year ago, and now they're changing their policy back to not doing it. Because uh, by the sounds of it, a lot of students, donors, parents, and all kinds of folks were in, in an uproar. Right, because, uh, well, they probably agree with us in that the national federal government is a warmongering bunch of people and i think uh, they think that all governments are they, they, they you know they they are aware and because they have long histories where they have been the subjects of the ire of governments i mean i think benjamin franklin uh wrote a piece about the those darn germans in pennsylvania they'll never assimilate they come here and they benefit off of uh you know our great nation and and they don't love america the way that we do you know just sounding like your average you know <laughs> person who's railing against immigrants today the same old crap trotted out year after year no one wow. would call no one would call amish people un-american now mm-hmm. but well at least well, a few would i bet somewhat after the star spangled banner thing right well yeah anyway that's the reason i'm trying to uh, point this out is that these these people have uh, realized throughout history that you know governments aren't their friends these are the these are organizations that claim for themselves the monopoly privilege on the use of violence and you can't fight back against them jesus wouldn't fight back against them so what have they done well they've been drowned in rivers they've been uh, burned at the stake and they've been all kinds of things so continue Although there certainly are diverse viewpoints among individual Mennonites today, we continue to advocate for the strict separation of church and state. Most Mennonite churches do not have flags inside of them. Wow. Many Mennonites are uncomfortable with the ritual embedded in singing the national anthem. That's because we recognize only one Christian nation, the church, the holy nation that is bound together by a living faith in Jesus rather than by man-made, blood-soaked borders. Now, no one's mm. going to deny that borders of countries are where the battles are fought, and one might wonder why many times. To Mennonites, a living faith in Jesus means faithfully living the way of Jesus. Jesus called his disciples to love their enemies, and he loved his enemies all the way to the cross and beyond. Following Jesus and the martyrs before us, we testify with our lives that freedom is not a right that's granted or defended with rockets red glare and bombs bursting in air. Mm. True freedom is given by God and is indeed not free. It comes with a cost and it looks like a cross. So, um, you know, it's it's very interesting. I don't think... Is, he done? Many, is that it? What's that? Is that it? Uh, no, I'm not oh. quite done here. Um, the... 
you know, the idea that uh, I don't think too many Mennonites are giving their lives for their freedoms today, but it certainly, certainly happened in the past. So, you know, forgotten. Yeah. There there are many, many, many religions in the United States, denominations in the United States that have never had to deal with this kind of these mainline Protestant religions have not had to deal with these kind of issues. So, you know, it, it. So they've been persecuted in the past and they have this, this history of persecution to to look back on and see that the state clearly is not going to help people. It is simply a tool to be used by the majority or the controlling faction, if you will. It helps it helps those in the majority. Right. Sure. So so they seem pretty uh I guess anarchistic a little, but unfortunately they're they're, you know, com- they're communal faith, in a lot yeah, of ways in, yeah. the, in the church. They're definitely principled folks, and I've always, as I've learned more about them, had a, a growing appreciation for those folks in the Amish. He says, it's a strange tribe to which I belong, and sometimes it's hard to be strange. We struggle to be inclusive in our welcome and yet passionate in our identity. Our desire for acceptance, for approval is strong, and we don't always live up to the convictions that we set before us. We must repent of that, for the world can um, not cannot know of its uh, brokenness and hopelessness without a people who show a holistic way of life. The world cannot know that there's an alternative to violence and war without a people of peace making peace. Hmm. The world cannot know that the weak and the vulnerable are cared for by God without a people practicing an economy centered on sharing and mutual aid. The world cannot know the unsurpassable worth of human life without a people who are consistently working to protect it in the fetus, in the convict, in the immigrant, in the soldier, and in the enemy. These convictions do not reflect ingratitude or hatred of our country. Rather, they reflect a deep love for the church and a passionate desire for the church to be the church. Mennonite beliefs and practices seem bizarre to some and offensive to others, but it's life in in the strange tribe that keeps me faithful to what I believe. I love my country, but I sing my loyalty and my pledge, my allegiance to Jesus alone. Hmm. Wow. So it's interesting. I mean, I think he did a really good job of sort of pointing out this alternative. I mean, I can't say that, you know, his beliefs are entirely mine, but, the you know, this is a peace, uh, you know, a pastor of a peace church. I belong to a peace church. And in many ways, you know, the things he says, he says them in a positive fashion that many people can get on board with. Let's talk to Kevin listening in Indianapolis to WXNT. Hello, Kevin. You're on Free Talk Live. Hi. I, I travel to Goshen quite often. It's about two hours from Indy, and it's up towards South Bend, Elkhart. You know, it's up there by Chicago, mm-hmm. and, you know, Notre Dame. And uh, the first thing you notice when you pull into the town, it's a very clean town, uh, and but you do see the Mennonites, but they're not the strictest. I mean, they actually drive vehicles, but they're like older black vehicles, uh, kind of like sedan types. And the women are dressed in the country garb. You know, I would say that's the best way to describe it. Mm-hmm. Plain dress is what uh, the terminology I believe they use. Okay, and then the, but the but the men usually wear jeans and plaid shirts, and mm-hmm. uh, they're, all the kids are very respectful. And you know what? You know, in any kind of restaurant you'll see in any type of restaurant. There's not maybe a bar. There's a couple of few bars up there, but you don't see them there. But even the restaurants. And they do control, I think, the economy of the town because the hospital, for instance, is uh, they they run the hospital. And but other than that, it's a blue collar town. Other than that, it's a what town? Blue collar. Blue collar town. Gotcha. Was there more that you wanted to share about your thoughts on the uh, Mennonites? Well, just they have the right. They you know it's tradition to sing the, the uh, national anthem. That's just tradition. 
mean, they can always start their own tradition. I don't have a problem with that. Yeah. Well, I think that's a crappy uh, tradition, and uh, I thank you for the call. Appreciate it. At 800-259-9231, it encourages worship of the state, and that's a dangerous idea. It's Free Talk Live. In the amazing universe of podcasts, one podcast stands alone in excellence of broadcasting and neurology. It's verbalsurgery.com. That's right, verbalsurgery.com. Get your brain in gear. Get it full speed ahead. Get it going right now, baby, because you are awesome, awesome, awesome. And this podcast, when you listen to it, you will feel better right now. So go to verbalsurgery.com. Get with the program, baby. This is Free Talk Live. Dial in toll-free. Bring up anything you want at 800-259-9231. Join us on our website. We give you the features for free. Listening options included. Live streams are there. Broadband and dial-up versions of the show. They are available to you around the clock. So anytime you tune in, you'll hear the latest episode of Free Talk Live airing there over at listen.freetalklive.com. Mm, listen. Yeah, I'm all right. Yeah. Uh, radio stations will also be listed for you. Uh, got over 100 of them from coast to coast. Plus our satellite listening options, the webcam, listen lines, that allow you to call from any phone that can dial long distance. Go to listen.freetalklive.com to learn more as we go to you and your phone calls and your thoughts. Let's talk to Erod, listening in Georgia. Erod, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian, JJ, and Mark. Hey, guys. Hey. hey. You know, I'm listening to this conversation about these people over here. and uh, These people? You mean it, the Mennonites? Yes, right, yes. And, you know, it just kind of compelled me to call, because, you know, what I really want to talk about is the situation in Florida right now about uh, these uh, these people who are feeding the uh, homeless or anybody who wants food. Yeah, this is in Orlando, where at Lake Yola Park, folks are out feeding hungry people and are being arrested for it every single week. Multiple arrests. Over 25 people arrested thus far in the last few weeks. Right, yes. And, you know, I almost feel as though I have to apologize. And the reason I'm saying that is that, as a Christian man, I'm embarrassed, I'm ashamed that... The people of God are not out there in masses mm. feeding the homeless. I mean, this is what Jesus taught, you know, feed the hungry. And yet, you know, you've got people out there who are going to jail. And where is the church? They're nowhere. Mm-hmm. And this is the reason why, and right now I'm in a transitional period. I'm, I don't have a church home anymore because I got tired of sitting in the pews with these weak, pathetic, so-called Christians who are doing absolutely nothing. They're you know, Rod, I've, I've said a few times in the show that I believe that the church has become the Pharisees that Jesus came to, uh, to stand against. I'm sure that many of these cops and many of the judges uh, are guys that go to church. I bet you're right. But, you know, Jesus, I, 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 as I recall, the Pharisees and the Sadducees came after Jesus, uh, the leaders of the church came after Jesus because he f- did uh, what healed, healed people on Sunday and, and, or on, on the, the Sabbath. Sabbath. Exactly. He was breaking the law. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and that's why, again, I'm embarrassed. And you know what? And I know I've, I've been listening to you guys for a while. And I know that, you know, oftentimes you guys, you know, you know, seem like you attack Christianity. But but, you know, what you're attacking is the people. The doctrine itself is sound, you know, and, and, and I can make a cogent, logical, rational defense for the Christian faith. But I cannot make a, a defense against the people who are not operating in what the, 
what, what the clear teaching of Scripture is. Mm. And the case out in Florida, it's shameful. I would, if I was had a church out there, if I had influence, I'd have the old ladies, women, children, sure. everybody let's out get some, there. Let's get it's some shameful. Let's get some priests and some nuns out there dressed up like they usually do, and get those people on absolutely. video. Absolutely, I want to see the rest. I mean, absolutely, because you see, and it's not as though my perspective. I'm not coming from it. Well, let me just stick it to the man. You know what? I serve God. You know, and I'm sorry. Let all men be, be let, let God be true and all men liars. Let all men, men in robes, men with badges, all men liars. My thing is, is that I'm going to follow him, not this guy in a robe. And I just can't believe that the church is not out there. It's shameful. I'm embarrassed. Wow. I'm embarrassed Tell me how you really feel. <laughs> passionate, very passionate. I love it's a passionate pathetic. call. It's pathetic that the church isn't out there. I'd have the women, old ladies, everybody out there, and okay, come and arrest us right. and show the right. world what kind of scum you people are. Exactly. But the church has become so right. pathetic nowadays. It's, that's why I, I, don't, I don't have a church home right now. It's, a, it's a, really basically people, it's a group of, down in Orlando. The people that are taking action are the folks from Food Not Bombs, which is a more of a kind of a liberal organization. And this is one yeah. of the reasons that a lot of churches aren't out there because a lot of churches, most churches, I'd say, in the United States are conservative organizations now. They've decided that we're Republicans and we're going to support the but Republicans. But wait a minute, Mark. It wouldn't matter if it was just Orlando Copwatch, a group of liberty-minded folks that were out there, because it's these people just don't want to take any risks. They don't want to do anything. They just want to sit in their little pews and, and read their little scriptures and exactly. uh, ignore the world around them. Exactly. And that's, why, and that's why people are not beating down the doors of the churches every Sunday to get in, because the church is not being the church anymore. It's irrelevant. It, it, yeah. it, 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 is, it is morphed into something else. Well, it's well, a, it's a money-making do... expedition. It's, uh, it's a money-making uh, business, essentially, that is uh, asking government for permission, in many cases, to exist by going and, and becoming 501C, whatever the Absolutely. heck. Absolutely. Uh, exactly. It, becoming beholden to the people calling themselves the state and as mark pointed out these are these christians have completely lost their way they're not even coming close to uh, following their own doctrine call them pharisees i think it's better and one other thing take this whole orlando situation out of the picture it's not like there aren't an unlimited amount of opportunities for people in churches to go out and get active to help people in reality it's not just this one situation where they're dropping the ball they can do all kinds of things if they wanted to in any area of this country you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. But that's why I caution you, please, please, please condemn the people, not the doctrine. Again, I mean, you know, and, and this is, you know, for another Well, we call. have, our, we I, have I, our... I can make a defense. I can make a defense for Scripture. I get why where you're coming from. I like a lot of the, the doctrine. I like the idea of peace and forgiveness. More of yeah. it in the New Testament yeah. than the old. Golden yeah. rule. But definitely. I think there's yeah. some real legitimate critiques of the doctrine as well, like that there's a lot of contradictions in there, well, I mean, etc. Well, you know and the gay I, thing you know, is really... I, yeah, well, think, you know what? I, I can argue with that. Like, 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 you know, and I'm just going to say this one thing. And I'm, I'm thinking right now about the whole, you know, Copernicus Revolution, you know, where I think it was Galileo. You want, you know, I think the Catholic Church. He said, well, you know what? The, the earth is not the center of the universe. 
you know, and this and that, and they excommunicated him from the church. But you see, the, the problem is, it's not the doctrine that was wrong. It was men that, that were wrong, because the Bible never intended to teach that the earth was the center of the universe. So again, I caution you when you say about oh, all these contradictions, well, yeah, there really aren't any. And, you know, and in fact, I, I, no, no, I'm sorry. You know what? Because and, and, and you laugh about that, and, 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 and like I said, I really didn't want to get into all this. I only have two minutes, and I'm certainly not going to lay out uh, you know, my disagreements with the Bible. But when it comes, for me, the, my stopping point is when people uh, it, you know, threaten other folks with hell if they don't believe the things that they believe. Because I, I feel that that's a threat. I feel that it's as, as close to initiation of force as you can get, especially well, well, if you're teaching children that that's that's where i well, end right well 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 mark you know because like, i i've heard you speak on this before and again that's not really why called you know and, and like i said maybe for another call you know i can well, get there's it, always yeah. another night era yeah, final yeah. thoughts go well, ahead but again my main thing is that i'm just ashamed right now that the church is not in full force out there in florida feeding the homeless it should be just filled with christian folks from churches all women, children. Great point, Erod. Thanks for the call tonight. Appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. With that point, I completely agree with yeah. you. Yeah. I mean, any any organization that wants to spread the ideas and message of love and peace, yep. I'm all for that. Compassion, and the te- helping and the, the community. the teachings of Jesus, there's, you know, that red stuff in there, there's a lot of good stuff in that the red, red stuff. Well, in, in, most, in many Bibles, uh, Jesus' words are in red. Oh, wow. The red letter, yeah. the red letter editions. Um, so I don't think I've ever seen. If that. you just read the red stuff, you'll get a lot of good things out of that. Hmm. And it's you know it's it's in that it's in the black printing that I think that we uh, we all get lost. Okay, good stuff, Erod. 800-259-9231. I mean, can you imagine how a situation like that uh, Lake Yola Park, the where they're feeding the homeless and they're feeding the hungry and they're getting arrested, how it would change if some old ladies came out there and actually oh, got that would arrested? Be dramatically different. They'd be the, the sympathy factor for a nun in a you know her whole garb or priest or just old ladies doing this stuff would be uh, just insane and definitely propel that story. Well, I know the, the people they're arresting. They're not nuns. They're not priests. They're not old ladies. They're just. They're just I don't know. Mark. I don't either. I would. They look like younger is, males. What's that? Most of them look like younger males. Okay. That's from the, from the arrest videos I've seen. Maybe they're, they're maybe, just uh, the, the videos are be taking, being taken of li- by liberty activists of liberty activists. No, no, know. it's mostly food not bombs people that are okay. getting arrested. Okay, yeah. Um, so, and then I think there's some more video that was just released from last week over at uh, OrlandoCopWatch.com. If you want to go and check some of this out, see exactly what it is uh, that's going on. Uh, it's it's sick. One eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. But you know, we know these cops. I mean, a lot of them don't care. They'll arrest an old person. But you better believe some of those cops are going to be thinking twice if they're ordered to go and arrest somebody that reminds them of their grandmother. Right. One eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. That is much harder. Yep. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. Hour three's next. You can take control of the airwaves. This is Free Talk Live. Become a Free Talk Live amplifier for just $3 per month. You'll get perks, and you'll help us free more minds worldwide. Visit amp.freetalklive.com.
Talk Live. We're launching into the third hour of the program, and you, as always, can take control of the airwaves. Dial in toll-free and bring up anything you want. 800-259-9231. That number is brought to you by SACL CAI. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features that we give to you there completely free. Unlike those other talk show hosts that want to charge you for their sites, ours is free. freetalklive.com. We go to you and your thoughts, your phone calls. Frank in New York. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Frank. Ah, uh, good evening, gentlemen. Yeah, hey. I really wanted to say that I enjoyed what the last caller had to say about organized religion. Yeah, for those and, that were not tuned in for that, uh, the call at the end of the hour is a Christian calling to apologize for the other Christians for not actually following in Jesus' footsteps and emulating Jesus and actually going and standing uh, up, for instance, for the, like the folks in Orlando that are being arrested for feeding the hungry. Right. He asked the question, where are all the Christians coming out to support those people and get arrested and all the old ladies, the church ladies, and everybody coming out to support? They're not. Uh, and Absolutely. he really railed against the Christian it uh, says It says something about these times and the fact that we've been conditioned to be very social Darwinistic, in a sense. It could be very well with the dollar collapse and the financial institutions collapsing people that are fairly affluent now could be as broke as the homeless person that's been living on the street for the last five years if we cannot empathize and see ourselves in the less fortunate we're in a really bad way and Mm -hmm. i just think that if you know if i'm hungry and homeless on the street i just hope someone would have the courage if they have the extra food to offer me some. And I feel the same way, uh, you know, if I see someone that's hungry or uh, homeless and I have some extra food or a little bit of money. uh, What's interesting, sometimes the people will say, you know, if you just have, let's say, a pizza, and that's what you're going to have for the next two days. And they say, no, no, I want fried chicken. I don't want pizza. I mean, you know, then it's sort of different. But people are really starving, and the food pantries all over the country are going empty. And our government certainly doesn't care about uh, providing for the people in any real way. Oh, of course they'll provide for the multinational corporations and the billionaires and the mega-billionaires with their tax loopholes and tax shelters. But You know, if the homeless the uh, wanted person. to – I was just saying, if the homeless in uh, Orlando wanted to get some food, they could actually show up and start serving the food at the park, get arrested and not give their name and information, and then they could get three hots uh, and a cot. Yeah. This is a little joke community. that people make about prison all the time. Prisoners love prison. They just want to go back. Some homeless people do want to go back because they do get free food. It, it, it may very yeah, well I mean, be, I but I can tell you I spent a long time in prison, and I never met one person that didn't want to leave. Well, prison, homeless people don't go to prison. They go to jail. Pretty soon it'll be debtor's prison, and then you'll have whole families just like uh, 18th and 19th century uh, England uh, when people, whole families will be sent off to the work camps or the, uh, uh, you know, sort of the uh, FEMA camp. No, it's very That's bad. a scary all concept. This, all I can say is this. This country's ready to collapse, and people are so jaded and so decadent there's nothing like decadence arresting people that are doing the work of uh, the creator helping the feed the hungry clothing the naked i mean it's these pathetic. are these are in all of the spiritual traditions of this world uh not just christianity or judaism or islam all great religious traditions call on the members to share and uh, 
I find this whole thing, as I find American foreign policy, repugnant. But the reason why I called was not that. I was very interested <laughs> in your in your electronic uh, cigarette. Yeah. And uh, is I actually possible? have never tried one. Mark, you have taken a drag off of one. Yes. Though, yeah? Yeah, in in a sense, you're 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 getting the nicotine with that, correct? But you're having that is the all. water mist, kind of like a vaporizer. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. It's nicotine it, that's delivered in a different fashion, rather than combusting uh, tobacco. It's boiled. I mean, that's essentially what vapor yeah. is. Yeah. Would it be possible to have something like giving off the uh, great essence of cannabis, sort of like synthetically, that wouldn't be quote unquote marijuana? I have but, heard but that they the have same, uh, but, the same. To kind answer your question, uh, yes, I have heard that they have cannabis flavored uh, packs. I don't know who has them. I don't or know where they're, they're for sale. But know, they maybe very well be flavored. That doesn't mean they contain THC. That was his question: Is do they the not have something that has the essence of it, but it's not illegal because it would contain right. THC otherwise? Okay. So it would, would smell like be- it. That would seem to be the great way to sort of get around, you know, the problem. If you could do, if you could synthesize uh, the active ingredient, but it wouldn't be the the THC. It would be something. Oh, I see. HC. Well, they do actually have a. And this so sort of a second answer to your question here. They actually do have uh, synthetic. THC products that have been uh-huh. sold as uh, K2 brand name, Spice brand name. Uh, these have been sold in different places. Some but states have already illegal, outlawed. Correct? No, they're but not illegal, that's not true. In some places, they have already been outlawed. So that stuff doesn't usually last okay. very long. Thanks, Frank, for the call tonight. Thanks Appreciate for- hearing from you at 800 259 I don't think they've gotten around to passing a national ban on that yet, but I could be wrong on that. I don't recall hearing that. Uh, that the synthetic uh, cannabis, uh, which is essentially dried... I hadn't heard that there was a national ban on it. No, just some no, states. Some states. It's essentially dried uh, herbs that are not cannabis that are sprayed with a chemical that essentially is an analog uh, of the THC chemical. Yeah. And I've tried this stuff before, and I got high off of it, yeah. so it works. 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Helen is listening to WNYY in Ithaca, New York. Hey, Helen, you're on Free Talk Live. Oh, hi there. Hey. Um, Maybe this isn't something you want to address immediately, but something that can go on for a little debate for a while, Um, because I see what's happening with our government uh, right now and um, Congress and and, uh, just uh, as far as people not paying any attention to anything. If you want to address the issues, I've already, I called you before and I Mm -hmm. said, like, all right, can you explain the difference to me? What you think about anarchism and corporatism? I mean, no, not corporatism. I said anarchism and libertarianism. Okay, so I I lived in France for four and a half years, and I'll tell you, you know, uh, if anyone wants to call me a socialist, I will just say thank you. I'll say merci. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> because I'm like I set foot on that soil. I was a student, and I worked the whole time I was there, also. Uh, and it was uh, the moment I set foot on that soil. I had all my health insurance, uh, health care was provided for me 100% free, okay? And in four and a half years, you know, I was like in my early 20s now, and I only went to the doctor once, okay? So I paid more into it than I took out of it, you know? So I know, I know you guys are libertarian. See, I was in government and philosophy at an Ivy League school, so I'm trying to figure out where you guys... All right, so... So now what I'm feeling is we've got this multinational corporatism, which is bordering on fascism, which I know you guys know what that is. Fascism and, is the marrying of cor- uh, you know large corporations and the government. 
Yes, and that's what's happening right now. I'd agree. And so I, yeah, so I'm wondering where libertarian. All right, I'm on the Democratic committee here too. Uh, okay. I was drafted. I, I, I didn't want to be on it because I told them I'm too progressive. You don't want me, and they go, "Yes, we do." Yeah. So um, I'm, I'm wondering where where libertarians stand on this because you know on what. On the marrying, on, on, fasc- on, on the growth of fascism in the world. I'm uh, against corporations. Well, I, I, I think if anyone is going to admit they're for fascism, they're like a, a psycho. I think, I'm, I am a. Uh, I'm it's against certainly a corporations. Word, but um, I mean, you've got to. You have to admit that, in fact, uh, you know, both Republicans and Democrats in this country seem to embrace the idea of the ideas of fascism. I mean, you know, they. I, I totally admit to that. Yep. That's why I didn't even want to be on this committee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> And so the answer is I'm against corporations. This is one of those areas where real progressives and our libertarians can really get along because the fact is um, the corporations are nothing but pieces of paper that the government has created and then called them people. They're little paper people. And uh, the idea that uh, – Yeah, and that's, uh, that's the Citizens United decision, which I'm well, sure you're that's, aware of. It's right? part of it. It's um, been going on since before that. Uh, but hold, that, yeah, hold on. Course. We'll bring it back here in a moment if you'd like to continue this conversation. We can do that. More with Helen at 800-259-9231. Corporatism, uh, and I don't really like the term libertarian. I, I maybe used to have called myself that five years ago, but not anymore. 800-259-9231. You can take control of the airwaves. This is Free Talk Live. This program is brought to you by Freekeen.com. Freekeen.com features audio, video, and blogs chronicling the transition to a voluntary society. Freekeen.com also has comments and discussion forums so you can be heard. Freekeen.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll-free and bring up whatever's on your mind at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site completely free, so enjoy those on us. Once again, freetalklive.com. Joining you this evening, it's Ian. JJ. And Mark. As we continue here, we will take your calls about anything. That is the point of the program, but there is, of course, much more to discuss in the world, and uh, we'll get back into some of that here in a little bit. Helen is on the line, though, I believe, at this time. Helen, are you still with us from Ithaca? Yeah, yeah, Helen is still here to yak with you for a few minutes. Sure, so Um, so we were talking about, uh, you know, progressives and uh, libertarians, and uh, as I mentioned, I don't really care for the term libertarian. I don't think anyone in this room, would you all uh, self-describe as libertarian? Nope. Well, it depends on who I'm talking to. Okay. Well, would you describe as libertarian? So, I, you know, I don't You're like talking to, to Helen. I don't like yeah. to use any terminology. I believe you know that people should be free. Okay, so so you're not really talking to libertarians per se, but uh, maybe uh, again, I'm a, I'm a former libertarian, and maybe some libertarians would share these beliefs, but I don't know how many of them have really looked well, too closely at corporations. I don't know how many. How many libertarian? Oh, I've met a few libertarians. I've never met any who I thought were nasty people. So I kind of think we're coming from the same, you know, philosophy. Well, I'm glad to hear that because I think most liberty-minded people are oriented toward peace and love instead of violence and coercion. That's right. Yeah, but if I had to identify myself, like I told you, I didn't even want to be on the Democratic Committee here. Mm -hmm. I I would say I am a socialist. I lived in France. I love the place. And, (laughs) I mean, you know, 
you know, so. Well, that's where we're going to disagree like because socialism is because socialism is total government control over no, 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 the no, economy. No, 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 over it's just no, 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 no. That, that's communism. It's it just uh, control over the major industries, like your utilities, things like that, that we should all be part of it. It's like that we're not getting, you know, that we are part of the company. It's, that's what socialism but is. But unfortunately, uh, it usually involves coercion. If you could do some sort of socialism where you weren't actually coercing people into it, then I would support, uh, I would support you on that. So to get back to your original question about corporations – uh, they are essentially a creation of uh, government, uh, the people calling themselves government, because really they're just a corporation as well. Or the, Go- lo- the lobbyists are the creation of this whole thing. Well, well um, corporation is, is a fictional entity. It's it's a a piece of paper. It's words on paper, like laws. They're, they're fiction. They're, they're created to, to provide some sort of transaction, some yeah, sort of... Now, account- they are, now they are persons, to thank God, uh, thank, I mean, being sarcastic, for Citizens United... You know, well, that's it's, that's that's only the most recent decision. That's only uh, the, the calling them persons in relation to campaign contributions. But corporations have been considered persons in law for a long time. Uh, so that's that's old news, actually. It's just that only it's recently representing people, the file yeah. folder's ability to speak through right. money. Only recently people have picked up on this. Uh, so corporations were created uh, originally with the idea was they were supposed to be created for public good projects like building a bridge or something like that. Yeah. And then they went beyond that. To have these I'm not bl- against corporations. I'm I'm against losing your identity as a citizen of the universe or your country. If you're that well, you should and, be against and, corporations, and, and here's why: no, if, I, if I you know, are it, if it, you're in favor of international multinational corporations are like killing this country. No, it's not. It doesn't have anything to do with multinational. It has to do with the concept yes, of a does. corporation. Because and if you think, do you think that business tax- owners should be given privileges over other people? Um, I don't know what you, how you define privilege, but I do not think should be should a business be owner to, be protected I don't better. Think these people should be able to hide their uh, revenue. That's what corporations allow money. them to do. I mean, the the corporation protects the business owner from liability for his personal actions on as you know when he's acting as the business. Well, anybody who takes out an insurance policy is protecting their liability. Well, they they you know. pay for that, and the the question is, you know, and they and they go into a group. But when the government does it, they essentially just allow you to say, say you buy a cor- or you open a corporation just to put your cars in. Well, if you get into it, if you run your car into somebody, um, you know, accidentally, they can sue the corporation, which has no money in it, and they can't get anything out of them. You might be rich and be respons and should be responsible yes, for paying that person's. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, so that's right. So in that no, case, li- li- life is so short. So why would you want to spend your whole life trying to like cheat people? And you know, it doesn't make. I any agree sense. with you. I agree with you. But do you understand what we're saying? It's the corporations that allow people to be cheated. So if uh, if I if I create a corporation to run a business and then I pollute somebody's uh, I pollute a river as a result of that, the corporation can be sued, but I cannot, even though I was the one who made the decision right. to unless pollute it's considered the river. a criminal act. So yeah, the you're an LLC. Okay. So, right. So do you understand the corporations were created to protect people who are connected to the government, who are able to get these corporations granted to them? It's essentially protecting the rich and the powerful. That's basically what – or the people that know what they're doing. That's basically the purpose of corporations. So there's no reason why anybody who is a regular person should be in favor of, uh, of having corporations around. 
Yeah, well, I told, I mean, I'm not stupid. If I wanted to start a corporation, I could, and but I don't like to live my life cheating people. I'm right. with you. That's, I, I, I agree 100%. So, uh, so I think we're on the same page there, then, in that case, Helen? Yeah, so, so what do you think about socialists? Well, I think that, as I mentioned before, if you can, uh, if you can have uh, your wealth redistribution on a consensual basis, and I support it, uh, but if you're talking about forcing people into a socialist system, then well, I'm no, against I, I, coercion. I, I went to France. I was a student, and I was working there, I, so I paid money into the system, and I actually ended up paying more money. I mean, I don't think people should like only go to the doctor once in every four and a half years, because that's what I did. So they got more money out of me than, you know, than I received uh, for my one doctor's visit. Um, That's fine by you. Well, I I, I, I get that. Helen, let me. I'm I'm for single payer. Okay. I think, I think health is, health care is a right. So um, I I think that uh, you, you should, you have the right to care for your own health. I absolutely agree with that. However, I don't think that anyone else is responsible to care for your health. But let me give you a situation where we do have socialism here in the United States. Public schools. Um, VA. VA is socialism. No, I'd like to use public schools because I think this is a great example. I've got a child. He's three years old. And the town in which I live uses somewhere between 60 and 80 percent of the taxes to fund the school. That's almost all the taxes go towards funding their school. Now, I'm never going to send my child to this school. I have no interest in sending my child to this school. Um, I have moral uh, I, I you know, have moral convictions that don't allow me to send my child to the school. And yet every six months, other people steal money from my kid in order to send their kids to school. All right. My whole life, I went to parochial schools, okay? I was raised Roman Catholic. I went to private schools, and now I went to an Ivy League college. And my parents never – my parents are not wealthy. They never paid a cent for me. I had a scholarship to go there. And I would be happy – to pay for public schools. You may be happy. I am unhappy. The money, I'm not wealthy either, and every penny that they take from me, the, uh, you know, the three grand uh, a year that they get out of me, is money that I could be using to educate my child. Help your kid, right. But they're using it, and, and trust me, these people are driving nicer cars. I mean, I go to that school, I see what's going on there. They've got nicer buildings. I mean, you know, the folks live in bigger houses, and they're stealing from me to send their kids to school. Helen, thanks for the call tonight. Appreciate hearing from you. It's the stealing that's the problem. Problem. It's the force, the coercion. It's the force. I should be able to opt out. I yep. mean, I've got a kid. I should be able to educate him with my money. On Free Talk Live, we talk about investing in gold and silver as a hedge against inflation, investment, and barter currency. We've teamed up with Midas Resources to offer you some great rates on some hand-picked gold and silver pieces. U.S. Eagles, British Sovereigns, 20 Francs, Lakota Nation Silver Rounds, Montana Silver Reserves, and Walking Liberty Halves. Call 877-857-9938 or go to gold.freetalklive.com. The shipping is the same for one as it is for 20, so try to get as many as you can all at once. Gold.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You may dial in toll-free and take control of the airwaves. Bring up anything at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We've got the shrine of female listeners, the dozens of ladies who've taken the time to send us their validated photo or video showing that they are listeners of this program. Go to shrine.freetalklive.com. You can see that there. And if you're a lady listener, you can become part of the Shrine. Get the details over at shrine.freetalklive.com. 
You know the U.S. dollar is devaluing. You can see it happening every day. You know a new currency will at some point take over. Wouldn't you like to be on the ground floor of that currency? Bitcoins. They're a decentralized, anonymous internet currency. They're free to use, free to accept, and free from inflation forever. You can use them anywhere in the world, and their value has been trending upward over time, and relatively quickly. I remember in the last few months, it's been, uh, you know, they were, they were less than a dollar. Now they're 1630, I think I saw them at today. You can find out more at weusecoins.org. Don't be kicking yourself in the pants in a month. Your dollars are going down. Bitcoins are going up. We use coins.org. All right. 800-259-9231. We'll continue with your calls in just a moment. But uh, just a few more thoughts on the idea of socialism. Uh, JJ, what are your thoughts on the on this issue? Well, I think you hit the, the nail on the head earlier when you're talking about using force to achieve some sort of equalization amongst different socioeconomic parties. I think... Um, so the, the idea is wonderful. Okay, yes, we all want we want to help everybody. We want to give everybody, you know, uh, food and shelter and healthcare and all these wonderful things that people are, I guess, needing to have basic life and and basic uh, quality of life. But they're not rights. There's no right to healthcare. There's no right to public education. There's no right to a lot of these uh, pension plans and savings and and all that stuff. There's no rights guaranteed. That any of that stuff is going to happen to you, right? You, does a person who's on a desert island have a right to education? Well, yeah. No. If so, how come we're not delivering it to them? I mean, if so, if 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 Americans have a right to education and healthcare, don't the people in Papua New Guinea have the right to education and healthcare? And if so, why aren't we taxing ourselves and sending the money to them? I think the 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 idea that personal responsibility is is. You know the way the way to go about things, but the the people who practice the socialism they become dependent on the system that they're a part of, whether it's welfare or it's the health care or it's the public education or whatever it is. They, there's a dependency that grows from socialism. You become dependent upon the state, and then the state all of a sudden becomes some sort of puppet master because almost like a god, exactly. And and the state and I've said many times that I believe that the state and the government is sort of a is the next religion. It's a sort of worship where you you pay. Your, they have rituals. Your tithes. They have offerings. Yeah, you pay your tithes and taxes, and you go and you beg the master for more whatever you want, whether it's tax subsidies or uh, health care or whatever it is, and then they give it to you or they they reject you, whatever it is, but. The idea that you can go to these people and get your solutions from them is just asinine. I think the solutions come from the free market. They come from individuals who who take a risk and come up with solutions or come up with a market answer or or invest into something and create something, not not some centralized source that takes more and more from everybody and then doles it out to the few interests that are lobbied for, basically. Also, I think that it's... It bears mentioning that the government is extraordinarily inefficient. If you want to feed people, if you want to uh, send people to school, you want to do all these things, mm-hmm. you couldn't find a, a less efficient way to do it than government. Generally, when you're dealing with situations like this, you'll find that half more than half of the money that you're allocating to this doesn't go to feed people. It doesn't go to educate people. It goes to middle class government managers and bureaucrats mm-hmm. that uh, that that basically tell folks no. Yeah, that's the truth. So that's the, how the system works. So, so the, the the state creates these new buildings and and puts the word Department of blah 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 on top of them, and inside that building, 
you know, there's all these costs and expenses that this good money is going towards, and and your your feeling that you're helping people is diminished by the bureaucrats. And not only that, but they have to maintain these jobs and increase it to uh, to levels where it meets right. the certain you know uh, accountability or whatever m- metrics they're using. The people that are volunteering for Goodwill or the Salvation Army are not getting a ninety percent pension when they're done volunteering. Sure. They're in, they volunteer, and that's all that's expected of them, and that's all that they expect from the organizations to give them the opportunity to volunteer and to help others. Whereas these government bureaucrats, they have an expectation. They're getting in. They expect to be taken care of. They expect to have a decent paycheck. They expect to have uh, benefits. They expect to have a pension when it's all over uh, and done with. All but they the- really could care less. They could give a flying flip about us in the marketplace who support them mm-hmm. as to whether or not we have those things. Not only that, but they also form a sort of thin gray line, if you will, of bureaucracy. Right. And they're all in this sort of system together. And they put up with more tyranny, I think, because they do get their paycheck from that state entity. And so from there, you have, I guess, the zealots of the religion, if you will, of, of the state is those people who are employed by the state, those foot soldiers that you know, are taking up a role in the machine of, of words and papers. So the toll-free number here tonight, 800-259-9231. Just to give you an example of why it's a bad idea to have a monopoly, uh, because most progressives would agree, if you were to ask them the question, is a monopoly a good thing? They would say, well, no, monopolies, no, monopolies are terrible. Are terrible. But yet it's okay in their mind to have a, a monopoly on health care. Like, one of the most important a services... Single- Payer. Right. One of the most important services to mankind's existence, the idea of being able to fix things that break or prevent them from breaking in the first place, etc. These are very important. Uh, that, that, that you would put the most important of services in the hands of this bumbling, stupid, inefficient government, this dangerous organization that has a monopoly. You want to give one organization a total monopoly control over administration of health care services? It's a terrible idea. But to give you an example of why it's a bad idea, because Everybody knows monopolies are unaccountable because there's nobody to compete. There's not a second option. There's nobody else down the street or across town that you can go to to get the same or a similar service at a lower price or a you know, better service at a slightly higher price. There's, there's no competition. And so as a result of that, you get really crappy service. And just to give you an example... I posted some audio over at freekeen.com, I think it was earlier today or yesterday, about my phone call that I made to uh, the sheriff's office. I had a question uh, that I wanted to ask about uh, some uh, – I'm going to maybe you know, find out about filing a complaint about this bailiff that assaulted me yesterday at, uh, at their courthouse. And the sheriffs are in charge of the bailiffs at uh, the county courthouse here in, in Keene, New Hampshire. So I wanted to talk to somebody about that. Now, I never actually really got to because I'd called after hours and I didn't know, you know when I should call. So I was just calling to ask a question about who I need to talk to about this. But I couldn't really even get past the first part of the conversation because when I called up, I asked the question, with whom am I speaking? As soon as the person answered the phone. Because the person didn't answer the phone like you know, like a lot of people in a business would. Hey, thanks for calling so-and-so business. This is Joey. No, no. Right. This person just simply said, you know, sheriff's department, whatever. And uh, I wasn't recording at that point in the conversation, but I was prepared to record the call. So I actually didn't start the recording until what happens at the beginning of the recording had already happened like three or four times. So what you hear in the very beginning, the rudeness on the part of this man, had already happened three or four times before I hit the record button. So here's the audio of, uh, of which I'm speaking where I called the sheriff's department in Cheshire County, uh, New Hampshire. Record this call now. So with whom am I speaking? Sir, how can I help you? You can help me by telling me who you are. 
sheriff's office. Okay. Can I help you? That's the office is actually closed right now. That's not who you are. So I'm asking you, as an ostensibly public servant, to identify yourself. With whom am I speaking? My name's Ian. Okay, well, how can I help you, Ian? Okay, now you have my name. It would only be fair for you to give me yours. How can I help you? Is there some reason why you're being obstinate? I'm trying to figure out how I can help you, and I don't see how my name... I've made it clear. I'm talking to another human being. I'd like to know to whom I'm speaking. This is John. How can I help you? Great, John. So, I'm calling today... Yeah. So it took me a full minute since I hit the record button, almost a full minute right. since I hit the record button, probably These about 30 These are the people that, that will administer your health care yeah. right. because you've got a right to it. And I didn't do anything to tip my I'm, hand when I called. When I just asked him who he was. I didn't say who I, I, you know, there was no reason for him to be rude to me. Right. None whatsoever. Not yet, anyway. <laughs> I wasn't mean to the guy. 800-259-9231. This is Free Talk Live. DVD, books, music, instruments, periodicals, computers, software, electronics, photo, cell phone, office products, home and garden, bed and bath, furniture, kitchen, pet supplies, automotive, hardware, apparel, shoes, jewelry, grocery, healthcare, sports and outdoors, toys, games, used and more. It's a department store at your fingertips. Shop.freetalklive.com. Get all your shopping done, get a great deal, and a portion of your purchase goes to benefit Free Talk Live when you enter Amazon via shop.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. Dial in toll-free and take control of these airwaves at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. Joining you tonight, it's Ian. JJ. And Mark. We invite you to our website at freetalklive.com. We've got features. We give them to you. You can enjoy them on us. Now, if you want to help support Free Talk Live, you can shop with us at shop.freetalklive.com. That'll take you to our links for Amazon. You click into the right link for your country. Get your shopping done and feel good because you're getting a portion. You're getting uh, the products you're looking for and a portion of the purchase price is going to Free Talk Live. So just get your shopping done through our links at shop.freetalklive.com and we'd appreciate it. Do you think the Free State Project is a good idea? Are you frustrated with the languidity uh, of the rate that the FSP is reaching the 20,000 mark, 20,000 signer mark? If so, consider this idea. A small group of liberty activists making telephone calls and petitioning in public areas for signers to the Free State Project Statement of Intent. We've gotten dozens and dozens of signers so far. But I, Mark Edge, pay these activists for their time, and I need you to sponsor some signers. I did it. <laughs> you can go now to Free State Project. Right. I mean, you know, that's I, – I don't know how to make people know that I'm – you know, this is me. I'm doing this, and I'm, I'm going to make this happen. I need you to go right now, you listening to my voice, if you believe in the Free State Project, to go to freestatenow.com and sponsor one, three, or ten signers. All it would take would be for every single member of the Free State Project to sponsor one signer. That's all it would take. Yeah. Because there's over 10,000 members, and we want to reach 20,000. They don't all listen to my show, no, and um, in order to you know be able to reach those folks, I'm going to have to have a better track record than the sort of dozens that I've gotten so yep. far. I'd like to have you know hundreds that I've shown, and then people can really see the uh, the, the upward, effectiveness. Yeah, the effectiveness and the upwardness of the uh, the trending. Do it today, please. You'll get your signer. I, Mark Edge, guarantee it. If I have to go out and get them myself. It's freestatenow.com. Let's go to you and your calls and thoughts. Let's talk to Bill listening in Indy to WXNT. Bill, you're on Free Talk Live with the NJJ and Mark. Hey, thanks for taking my call. Hey there. Um, I was just going to say I don't think he was rude. 
In my opinion, he was just evasive to the point of distraction. I think it's rude when you call a you know, purported business, uh, you call an organization that is supposed to provide a service, in this case the sheriff's office, you know, serve and protect, uh, you call a business and you ask who you're talking to and they stonewall you. That's rude. I mean, his name's John. It's it's a common name. There could be multiple Johns working there. And and how hard is it to say your first name? I mean, really, that's rude. That's, I can't imagine. Well, I worked in retail for a long time, sure and I can't imagine ever answering the phone and behaving that way. That's rude. Oh, so rude okay. here is uh, dictionary dot com says discourteous or impolite, especially in a deliberate way. Um, Clearly, he was being deliberate, and it is impolite to not give your name when you're talking to somebody on the phone at a business. Now, that's the first definition. The other two, I would say, the caller's correct on. He wasn't without culture, learning, or refinement. He wasn't rough in his manners or behavior, unmannerly or uncouth. But I would say that he was, he was discourteous impolite. or impolite. What was the? Can I ask you, if it was not too personal, what was the reason for calling the sheriff's office? Because I, I don't think I would even have a – I couldn't understand why I would ever call them. Oh, I wanted to know about filing a complaint against one of their agents who assaulted me earlier in the day. Oh, that'd be okay. Yeah. Uh, the only thing we know is 911. We don't even bother with the local anything around here because half the time they don't even want to respond. So you just kind of give up with them. Well, they're not Roughly. obligated to respond. Nope, yeah. they're not. Hey, Bill, I understand, thanks for, hmm? I understand your frustration. I'm basically on your side, but I just kind of thought he was being uh, – um, what's it? Evasive, more evasive. I don't think he was. He didn't seem like he was really rude, but maybe I got the definition wrong. I'm sorry. No yeah. problem, dude. Thanks okay. for the call. Appreciate hearing from you. you. Got one of the ref- definitions of it. It had three definitions, and I'd say that he was right on uh, two of the. Counts. If I had behaved like that on the phone as I was running the electronics, uh, you know, electronics associate at the big Kmart back in the late 1990s, if I had behaved, thank that you for way, calling Kmart. How can I help you? Well, electron- what's your name? Yeah, okay. Right. Thank you for calling Kmart. How can I help you? I right, mean, electronics. This is Ian. How can I help you? I mean, I mean yeah, you, 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 your job right. would be handed to you at that point. Goodbye. Right. Yeah. Well, not only that, but like uh, my prior experience working Radio Shack, I wanted to give my name out so that when they came in, I could get a commission right. on that sales. So let's continue here with you and your thoughts. Mike, listening in Georgia to XM Satellite Radio's America's Talk. Hello, Mike. Mike? Hello. Hey, you're on the air. Oh, okay. You said Georgia. I'm in New Jersey, actually, right now. Well, I, I, I apologize on behalf of the board up. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah, I was just calling about the sales tax and stuff like that because I ordered last night from uh, Rosetta Stone. I don't know if you know what that is. And they charge. They're out of Virginia. They charge um, sales tax back to New York. That's where I'm out of. That's mm. where I live at. Huh. And it goes by your delivery address. I don't know how they do it. I know New York threatens a lot of companies. Yep. Uh, um, well, New York was the first state to actually implement an internet uh, sales tax, and so maybe that's the Empire State. Yep. That's what's going on yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, I think it's got all the names other than the Empire State, but you know, that's uh, so. Yeah, that's bad enough it. for me. Yeah, it's just the government. They threaten everybody, and you know, it's going to get worse probably. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's definitely going to get worse until people are willing to actually do something about it. And, I, and by something, I mean more than just bitch and vote for the same old, uh, you know, lesser of two evils uh, situation. Yeah. They're going to have to be able to, to be willing to stand up and to take a risk and uh, and act like free people if that's what they actually or, want or to do. Or just be. create alternatives, spread the word, do something. Yeah, that's what we, we got to do. I'm trying to do it now, so, you know... I- well, if you love liberty and you love the idea of being free and you understand that in order to be free, you have to allow others to be free, I would look into the, uh, the concept of the free state project because uh, the empire state ain't likely to be, uh, be more free anytime soon. 
Right. Thanks for the call, Mike. I appreciate hearing from you. Let's talk to Warren, listening also in New York. Warren, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian, JJ, and Mark. Hi, how are you guys doing tonight? Hey, hey, great. What's on your mind? Hey, uh, you know, I'm listening to your conversation. I mean, people want the same liberties that they, you know, are not willing to share with you. And I just don't understand, like, when you're in court or something like that, they're supposed to be protecting us. They're public servants, just like in your call. Like, how do they get away with punishing us more for trying to protect rights and freedoms that we need in the future? They get away with everything. Yeah, they, they, do. they don't think that you need rights and freedoms. <laughs> They're reasonably <laughs> certain that all your rights and freedoms are going to be protected perfectly as long as the government has control of all your rights and freedoms. And they make it seem like it's a democracy, but then it ends up being the few people that oh, make yeah. decisions. And I never agreed for anybody to tell me what to do with my first property, my body, you know? Yep, I and heard you. I think, I think like, oh, oh, something people can do is, you know, go out and help, help people at traffic stops and stuff like that. I really, I, I love watching cop locks, you know, like, yeah. that's great because we got to fight ignorance and we can't do this, like, violently and a lot of people... Well, that's what we've been doing here talking. is we've had people go out to traffic stops and help folks out and, and that actually has happened here a number of times in New Hampshire because we've got enough activists together in the same place to make this stuff possible and uh, thanks for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you, Warren. Here's the end of the call, by the way, which you can get the whole thing over at freekeen.com. This is my interaction with the uh, the sheriff. So, Again, I finally, after a full minute plus of wrangling, got him to give up his first name, and then toward the end, uh, are the offices open there? Eight to four. All right, John. Well, thanks so much. Oh, and by the way, what's your last name, John? (laughs) Have a nice night. He said, nope, have a nice night. Click. (laughs) Just like that. (laughs) You will not hold me accountable. Yep. I am above your accountability, surf. I wonder if he was just like the janitor. We continue with Captain Ned listening in Florida. You're on Free Talk Live. Captain Ned. Hey, guys. Great show, man. Hey, Captain Ned. uh, What's on your mind tonight? Very informative call with your local public servant. Uh, He wasn't rude. He was just very efficient in following orders. I think I remember that uh, in the uh, 40s in Germany, something about trains, you know? (laughs) They all ran on time? (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, they all ran on time, man. Everybody just lined up, got on, you know? Just, Just have efficiency. Anyway, uh, great calls from Frank commenting on the Christian who was powered by righteous indignation about feeding the hungry. That's what I mean about the rising tide. I haven't felt the tide, the water come up like this since the late 60s and early 70s when I was a young capitalist paper boy, and I read every day about the blood-soaked hands in Vietnam of Robert McNamara, LBJ, and Dean Rusk. And when you saw those monks lighting themselves on fire, even somebody like myself, you thought, how can you possibly beat someone like that who's going to fight you like that in their homeland? You cannot beat them. Yeah, you know? it's tough. I mean, they're yeah, defending their defending their own turf, and and absolutely. No one has ever no one has ever won in Afghanistan. No one. No, you can't. You can't. You can't win in a civil war. It's like if the Chinese came into uh, West Virginia and Kentucky, and you fought those uh, squirrel hunters. You'd have a ten year old boy who can hit a squirrel from fifty yards. In the head with a twenty-two. that's who you're facing. You're not going to beat those guys. Anyway, have a great night, guys. Hey, Captain Ned, don't hang up the phone. Captain Ned, okay. I'm going to put you on hold here because uh, there was a gentleman we had on the line uh, over the weekend, uh, Jay Noon. He is the guy that was 
uh, he, Mark, you and I and uh, JJ, we all went to his house. They, the state of Massachusetts, the town of uh, Palmer, was trying to take his home. I believe nothing has happened yet, by the way, with that situation. I've been mm. checking in on his Facebook page and his brother's Facebook page, and I haven't seen anything. But Jay was asking how to get in touch with you. So I'm going to put you on hold here. I'll have the board op, uh, operator give you some information of how you can get in touch with Jay uh, on a personal basis, and maybe you all could help each other out. So uh, thanks, Captain Ned. And so we're putting you on hold here. And uh, we're done for tonight, but back tomorrow. You can join us online in the meantime at freetalklive.com. What if the key to achieving liberty in your lifetime was to move together with others who think like you? Liberty activists are joining the Free State Project, which is over halfway to its goal of 20,000 participants. And they're already making the move to New Hampshire. The successes are piling up and are proving the Free State Project is a real movement and no longer just a great idea. When you're planning your move, consider Keene. Keene is famous for its civil disobedience and non-cooperation, and there's plenty of political opportunity as well. From demonstrations and vigils to outreach and volunteering, there's a lot going on in Keene. Keene is also the undisputed Liberty Media capital of the world, with television, talk radio, and more all originating here. Though it's more than just activism, with regular social events each week. See what's happening at freekeen.com and get connected with video, audio, free books, a forum, and activist tools you can download and use in your area at freekeen.com. That's freekeen.com.